This episode of Landmine Radio is sponsored by Dittman Research. Do you know what the most valuable thing in the world is? High-quality information. Because high-quality information informs much better decision-making. Dittman Research has been providing high-quality information to Alaska's leading businesses, organizations, and campaigns for 50 years. Do you really know what Alaskans think about your company or your issue? How about your clients, your shareholders, or your employees? So stop fumbling around in the dark. Hire Dittman Research and find out what's really going on. DittmanResearch.com Back here with my buddy Tim Weiss, the long sought after podcast with Tim motherfucking Weiss. Hey guys, how's it going? How you doing, mate? Oh, mate, I'm doing so doing terrific. We got a story to tell, and I can't believe it's taken us this long to get together. I mean, we did the radio when I was on KONR a couple of years ago, right after we got back from Australia. We did a couple of radio spots. Right, yeah, that was during the Iditarod, I believe. Yeah, it was uh, 20, it was right after I got back from, I got back in October um, 2017. So it was not long after that. Right. Yeah. And I got back in August, just a little bit before you. So we're going to go into, we'll go into the whole Australia in a bit. Um, but to give some background, you've been back, both of us have been back for about three, three years and we got connected in Australia. But when you got back, remember I, you, you were looking for a job and I said, well, Hey, I'm happy <laughs> to like, I've gotten a lot of people jobs from po- making posts on my Facebook. And I posted, hey, this guy has done all these things, and you got this. You're still with that company, right? Yep, over three years now, still, still working for him. And um, he's he's a he's a he's a prolific Facebook commenter. I love that guy. So <laughs> oh, so you're, you're doing like um, some kind of like tech tech tech. What is it? Not what's it called? Yeah, so drilling or yeah, the company is Techno Metal Post Alaska, and essentially we install helical piles for uh, varying kinds of foundations. Um, well, it's one kind of foundation, but varying different projects. People can build decks on them. People can build cabins on them. Uh, we can attach to houses and, like, uh, fix earthquake damage. So when, like, you know, all those houses mm-hmm. sank in the earthquake. So you've been going all over Alaska, right, doing this job? All over. Actually, uh, I just got back from southeast from a little uh, little place in uh, Prince of Wales Island called oh. called Craig. Maybe oh. you've heard of it. Yeah, Craig, yeah. Clay Walk. And, you, uh, you missed that rainstorm. Fuck. We just missed it. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I heard Haynes is, like... Mudslides. And, and you know, it was really interesting too for me. Um, you know, I was born here in Anchorage, but I've never been to Southeast. So like this was my first time through work. Oh wow. And going to Prince of Wales was like a really cool experience. And uh seeing all the mudslides, like you can see where mudslides have happened and they happen all the time on these little islands. So it's yes. like I kind of experienced that and and then not even that long after that, there's this huge there's a story about this like nine foot tall, horrendous mudslide out in uh, Haines. Yeah, I I, um, I lived in Skagway in 08 for a summer, and then I spent a lot of time in Juneau. So southeast is a whole different... It's different, yeah. A whole different kind of Alaska. Yeah. Um, so that's great you're still doing that. You bought a house too, right? So I mean, that's, I did, yeah. That's, I the, that's, the, that's the Jeff Landfield connection right there. No, yeah, Jeff that. Jeff Landfield was the, the catalyst that led to to all that, and I am eternally thankful my friend well, i'm glad i'm glad it worked out well let's, let's go back a little bit here because this is a story i tell people it's to the point where people are like jeff we know you lived in australia fuck it and stop you know? <laughs> <laughs> dude it's hard to get over that it's because it's man. such a great place isn't it it was yeah it's awesome i love it i and, miss it and you still have another year you have another year to go back so right? yeah technically i do uh, i think until the age of 31 Yep, I think yeah, because you got the you did the three months of regional farm work. Yeah, yeah. If you uh, so it like depended on the visa, it was kind of screwed up because if you're under the four six two visa, um, 
which I believe is like Americans and China and anyone not under the Commonwealth, they only yeah, allowed four, you five, seven, or no, four, yeah, it's four, four one, seven. seven or four, six, two. Okay. Is one, either one of those, but one of them was the Commonwealth one. And one of them was the, you know, everybody else. And they, they opened it up to allow Americans to do that second year visa, but they said you can only work in these types of jobs and you have to work like way up north, like above the uh, Tropic of Capricorn. And we'll, and we'll, yeah, we'll talk about, you were doing the, the pineapples and all that. What, what was that crazy? Oh, the pineapples, yeah. The crazy fucking guy that, that, that tried to fight you. <laughs> oh, Bull? Bull, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about him. Bull and Lanny. We'll talk about Lanny. <laughs> Lanny. <laughs> named, after, named, after, named after, you like, was that your dad's name? It was like, man, my favorite fucking horse. <laughs> yeah, that was me daddy's favorite horse, man. My favorite horse at the point with the fucking fucking out putting, was his putting on the weekends. <laughs> God dang. So we'll talk about that one. But okay, so so I'm in Australia. I go there in um, December of 16, and I had the one one year visa, which which if folks don't know, you can get a one year work visa for Australia and New Zealand. It's a separate system for New Zealand, but same kind of program. Um, and you have to go before you're 31. So you have to apply before you turn 30, and you have to show up before you turn 31. So I did that. I basically applied right before I turned 30. Showed up right before I turned 31 in December. I got laid off my job, had some little money. I said, fuck it, I'm going to do this thing. Um, I'm in Sydney, and I've been there for a while, and I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but I decided to, like, look for a real job and maybe try to potentially immigrate because there used to be that, remember that 457 I was talking about, the if you get a job and you're skilled, they can sponsor you and you can. Right, yeah. A lot of people you probably met too that they were there years in the past and three or four years later they're citizens. Oh, yeah, there's people that I met there that are still doing, they're still over there. Canadians, Europeans, Americans, I mean, all kinds of people have done that. So I said, well, and I couldn't really find a gig, but but I found, I needed to find a place to stay. So I, on Gumtree, Gumtree. (laughs) Gumtree. So Gumtree's like, they're Craigslist. (laughs) They don't even use Craigslist. That's what's weird. (laughs) Gumtree. Just use Gumtree. So I find this place with this kind of, kind of kooky, like eccentric, um, Cornish. Baggies. <laughs> this Cornish lady who had a little rest, uh, store, clothing store in Newtown, which is like the hipster kind of like the Castro yeah, type par- I, part of Sydney. I think if you really like picture, you know, you paint to people what this place was. I mean, it was pretty cool. Cause it was like a little apartment that sat right on top of this lady's business that she had. Right in the heart of Newtown, right? Yeah, in like very the, close the, the, to city center. Mar- if you've been to Sydney, the Marley Bar, Marlboro, right across the street. The Marley, mate. The yeah. Marley, the Marley. <laughs> the Marley, yeah, I could see that from my window. That was <laughs> great. So I'm there staying with her. She's kind of kooky. I had a room, and it was not cheap, but it was a good central part of Sydney. And um, uh, a friend of a common friend from soccer had alerted me. I think she had told me before that you were going to be there, too. I didn't know who you were. Yeah, um, we had no idea who, who we were. And we got connected. And you were not, when I connected, you were somewhere else. You were like far away. Yeah. So like, uh, just a quick recap on like why I went to Australia because it just, uh, prefaces kind of like how I met Jeff was, um, I, I worked at a place called the Copper Whale Inn. I was an innkeeper here in Anchorage for a few years. That's still there. Is that gone now? It's still there. It's still there. I, I, uh. I think they're having a bit of a rough time because of the whole situation, but yeah, they're they're still going. They're under new ownership now though. Um, But anyway, I had worked at this place for about three years and uh, through that job, I met tons of people from all over the world. And some of the most frequent customers we had or clients we had were people from Australia. And so uh, just through some experiences I had with those people, talking to those people, I began to like, pretty much just fall in love with Australians and like are great, really great, interested in going and seeing people. that place. Great and people. I, I went through the same form of, you know, I discovered that that visa um, 
that visa was uh, applicable, the work holiday one-year visa. And at the time, I was, I want to say, 24. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I, it's, it's, it's incredible to me how many people do not know this exists. No. Yeah. It's a, it's super easy to apply. They're super lenient. It's like, uh, you don't even need to have like as much money as they say you do when you go in. But I mean, all that aside, I, I got applied for mine on like a, like a Monday and I had no criminal, I had nothing with criminal. And so I had my, my visa like done and granted like two days later on a Wednesday, it was like immediate. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's pretty simple and it's all online too, which is awesome. But, uh, so basically at that point, there was a point in a day where I made a decision that I'm going to go do that. And I said, it's going to be a year from now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go live in Australia for a year. I love that. And, uh, it wasn't exactly a year later. It was probably a little bit more, but I, I, I got what I needed to do. I, did you apply right away? Cause you have, once you apply, once yeah, you're, I applied, once you're given the visa, you have one from the grant date of the visa, you have one year to physically show up. Yeah, I applied I applied shortly after that. And not to get into it, but you know, my application was a little bit lengthier because I do have misdemeanors on my <laughs> record. Yeah, little, so, little. it didn't just take overnight. It took something more like 6 months, but to anybody out there as well who is questioning, "Oh, hey, I don't want to go over there because of my past," like honestly just go for it because they will allow you in as long as you've changed and as long as you've shown that so what do you have to do? Just kind of sh- like show. I just showed them that uh, all of those things are in the past. I've done all you know, all my restitution, all any sort of like court ordered stuff. Um, showed them that they w- were basically settled, and I was a reformed man. So I love that. well, I mean, they are they are built on the convicts, right? You know. Yeah, and that, I was also kind of betting on. Which, that by the way, too. most people sent to Australia were not even like they like stole bread or something. It was a theory at the time, and they seventeenth century or eighteenth century about like well, the criminals are a class. They're, it's a class problem. It's a criminal. So we'll just get rid of all of them. And, and truth was, it was just poverty, you know, oh, it was wow, bad, bad yeah. economy. And then once industrial revolution happened, the irony is in Australia, the first generation of Australian born people from like the, the convicts from transportation mm-hmm. had the lowest crime rate in the world because it was a, you know, booming economy. There was wages were high and there was a lot going on. Okay. So there's a good book I read, Fatal Shore. Yeah, you still so, need to give me that book. I, I got it in my <laughs> to, to read. I, don't, I, hate, I hate to loan books, not, nothing with you, but every time I loan a book, I never get it back. Okay. I've loaned out so many books to friends, I never, ever get them back. You'll get it back, man. You'll get it. I live just right. I live a skip stone, skip My friend, my friend Lee has my, my book, uh, Guns of August. He's, I got to get that back. I got to get that back. <laughs> so when did you go? You went in, uh, you were there, you were already there when I was there, right? Yeah, I had gotten there a little bit before you. I got there in December 16th. And and I flew in, and I essentially flew in with just my backpack, and I had this plan because I had also found out if you had worked these, you know, it was either three months or 88 days on a farm. You know, it was 88 days consecutively on one farm or uh, three months altogether. And so I I threw, you know, I hitchhiked and I took trains and I did all sorts of stuff. You flew into Sydney? Yeah, I flew into Sydney. I stayed there for just a couple of days. I tried to figure out what was going on because a lot of the seasons were closed at that point. And um, I for, also. For, for farming? For farming, yeah. Did, like when you got there, the were you more, like. When you got there, remember, I remember they specifically, a very nice lady told me about the Opal card. Remember for the for the for oh the, for the for, for the, the train. train yeah the metro yeah the Oakland. god that was that was just so, so it was their, their system is so fucking good there to get around it is and it's really funny too like just quick side note as I was getting off the plane and I made my way down to the terminal there was a German backpacking couple and they were like passing me as I was getting off oh, they give you the card and the German girl goes hello sir would you would you like this card I am leaving now and <laughs> she gives me this Opal card and I man I think you don't I know what it was. It. 
I didn't. Well, I did because I was, you know, I've I've used Metro systems before, Ooh. and I was just like, sure, yeah. And I like sidestepped. How much was on there? I, I think it just a few bucks, but you had to like buy the card, yeah, like yeah. go to a certain place. Hello, Mister Redheaded Beard Man. Do you want, do you want this? <laughs> yeah, but you want it? <laughs> yeah, no, Germans, man, Germans out the ass over there. I swear. So we connect. You were somewhere because I met, messaged you a couple times, and you were fucking up in like Queens, okay, Queensland. So yeah, I inevitably Br- made my way all the way up to a little town called Air. And if you're from Australia and you're from that area, woohoo, you're going to know exactly where this place is. This is way by... Um, it's uh, it's up by... it's. So you go to Townsville. So essentially I made my way to Brisbane. Uh, I did, a, like I said, a lot of hitchhiking and stuff like that. Made my way to Brisbane. Flew from there to Townsville. I got a pretty cheap flight on like, what was it, like Star Air? Oh, Tiger Air. Jetstar. Jetstar. These are like these, like, they're like 10 bucks for a ticket, but then they, they, they nickel and dime you on everything. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, you, have to, you have to really know how to deal with them. And so, like, I get, I get to Townsville, and then from town, so Townsville is like the largest city in that whole, and I mean, I don't know if it's like a thousand kilometers, but I mean, it's, this is, this is Northern Queensland. Yeah, this is Northern Queensland. A whole different type situation than than New New South Wales or other. Yeah. I flew from Brisbane for like two hours to get to this city and it's like 200,000 people and it is the biggest thing around. It is like the metropolis. So how far is that from Cairns? That's about Six hours, I want to say. So I want to say it's another. I mean, things are distant there, man. That's another thing too. Well, we'll talk about. We'll talk about Jesus, later. But we'll talk about later our drive from. Oh yeah. from Perth to fucking to Melbourne, man. That was that was a week. Oh yeah, I mean that was straight driving too. <laughs> we were hustling. And uh, remember, you almost killed us. <laughs> oh yeah, you're man. fucking. Uh, watch me spin around. I can spin around. <laughs> fucking. That's man. exactly what it was. Well, you, you were in the middle of the fucking. You nowhere. weren't even awake. I was laying down because I was tired. I wasn't feeling. I was just tired, and we didn't sleep that well because we're camping. And and you're like on this fucking he's on this road like I don't even know why we were on this road it was a dirt fucking road because we're vacationing we're trying, we're to, trying see to see the ocean some, some sights and and you're like showing us how you can like dr- like drift like fast and furious <laughs> and the fucking car lost it we hopped the fucking on the like side of the road on this big mound of the bumper where we hydroplane because the, the bumper the bumper got fucking we had to like remember well we that to, like, was surprising the only thing that happened to this thing was. Uh, one of the mud flaps came off. And, and my I, head slammed into the window. Oh, I'm sorry, Jeff. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's all right. Cody? Think, oh, my God, Cody. Well, we'll, get, that'll, we'll, get, we'll, get back, we'll get back to that but, one. But so anyway, I made my way to this place called Air. It's about a 40-minute drive from Townsville, an hour drive. And it's just this little farming town way up, way northern Queensland. And it's uh, around the Burdekin River. So it's a very, like, lush farming culture. And uh, Pineapples? Uh, also, well, there I didn't do pineapples. There I did capsicums, also known as bell peppers here, um, mangoes or rock melons. And you were telling me Should later that this is like the hardest type. I mean, people this would just was, break. So this was people like would the, physically break, right? This was in the middle of their summer. So you got to imagine this was basically 100% humidity. And I'm not kidding when I say that. And well over 100 degrees. It's like 110 degrees every day. Didn't you and say that one time that little Japanese girl was helping you because your, oh back, your back was so yeah. sore? Because uh, you're walking behind I, the machine, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't know. So I started the capsicums in the middle of the season and uh, capsicum picking is like uh, excruciatingly hard for, for what it is. Um, Basically you follow a tractor all day. It's got this big boom that hangs off both sides and the boom is a conveyor belt and they line the back of the conveyor belt with the backpackers or, you know, migrant pickers or whatever. And you essentially, while the person driving, you know, the person puts the tractor on a really low gear, it moves forward across the field and you basically bend down and you start picking 
the bell peppers off of these fuck plants. That, and uh, and you gotta imagine you're not squatting at the knees. Your lower your lumbar is just is just over all day and they start they go pretty fast and they basically have these people who work for the farm and they're like the Australian locals and then these like people that just hang out around back and they'll find they'll find in your line they're like, they're like the fucking like running the field or something they're running the field yeah they come up behind they'll come up behind you with a handful of caps like uh, bell peppers in their hand and they'll go we 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 pay you to pick fucking capsicums mate this is bullshit and they'll throw it and I'm not even kidding this so happened Australian dude like verbatim this is bullshit and throw it like right on the thing in front of you and you're just I mean you're and, and there's so many people sweat, you're dying there's so many people that they take advantage of um who need the three months, right? Oh, God. And then they don't pay them sometimes. Oh, I mean, so, it goes both ways, though. I mean, sometimes people will get them to sign off. Look, and I'll say this. I'll say this. They have an incredible minimum wage for that kind of work. Here in America, you'd be making a fraction for picking fruit. I mean, over there, you're making over $20 an hour. So Yeah, the, the, I mean, wages in Australia um, generally are pretty... I mean, I was bartending in Darwin making $25, $27. Yeah, $27. I mean, Plus, you have the... Um, what, do they call, what do they call them? Uh... Uh, oh my God! The the oh the super the, the no no the rates the higher oh there's a term for it the when they pay you the um you know after seven or the weekends they have different oh yeah higher yeah, rates yeah. there's a term for it they have but like higher if you're working out at night or on the just weekends just their OT basically yeah but there's a uh, fucking term for it I'll, I'll think of it but um yeah um, I mean the wages are good yeah the wages were good uh, the work was very I mean it was very physically and mentally trying obviously like not many people showing up there were used to being a farmer their entire life or like anything like that. Then you say so, one guy just broke down and like broke down and just like Oh there was many people that broke down that I saw. I actually and this is getting to the story of that Japanese girl, I almost broke down one day. I mean it was about a week into it um and what was getting to me was my back. My lower back hurt so bad and was so strained from doing this. And I can just remember halfway through the day um, just getting so pissed that I'm ripping the whole plant out. I'm just taking the whole <laughs> stalk. And I'm just ripping them out of the ground. And there's so in another another note too, like 99% of the people working there are Asian. Um, and I, I, I don't know why, like specifically they pick Asians uh, and they put them all on one farm, but they did that. And they even like actually grouped them in the same hostel house. It was, I'm not going to go into about Australians, but, uh, this, this Japanese girl, oh, remember, remember that guy in the hotel? Oh my God. Oh, we'll talk about the whole oh, fuck. But me. this, this Japanese girl, she's looking over at me and I noticed she's just getting a real kick out of me losing my shit. Cause she's just over there laughing and, and, uh, she starts as I'm picking, she starts not only picking her own plant, but like going over and picking like two or three off mine and putting it up and then picking her own and then picking two or three of mine. And like, it made it, I just, I really clenched my teeth and I just went for it. And I like was able to make it through that day. And after that day, that was a, I don't know, something happened. I broke. And I was reborn like a horse. <laughs> it's like new Australian Jackaroo Tim. It was crazy. Like, so you, you did that one and we'll, we'll talk about that. Was that, was Lonnie there or was that somewhere no, else? No, this is, that was the pineapple farm. And that was much later. That okay, was so, after we met. Cause at this, by the way, at this point, me and Jeff have not met. So yeah, let's fast forward. So we had not met, we had messaged a little bit and I just knew yeah. about some ambiguous. And when I messaged you, I remember you were like, I'm hitchhiking. To, I was like, just leaving that. And, and I was town. like, I was, I was like, just leaving there. I was like, what? Like, he's who? What is this? Like, he's, I didn't, it just sounded like kind of 
quick, fun and crazy and loose. And I was like, well, cause you added me as a friend, I think. And then we were friends without messaging for a little bit for a couple weeks or a few weeks. And then it was when I was sitting at, I remember I was sitting at the Maccas in air and I was about to go hitchhike out. I literally had the sign. I mean, I'm literally, Mac- I'm, Maccas. I'm smashing down my, you know, uh, whatever my burger. And like, that's when you messaged me. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like, Hey man, yeah, I'm Tim. And so then we got connected. So then, now we'll talk about, so in Sydney, you, now you were dating uh, American Alaskan chick at the time and she yeah. was with you and we connected and I was like, well, I'm staying at this place with this Sarah Jane lady, this, um, Cornish woman who fucking feeds the magpies and is kind of eccentric. And she was not there. Right. When, when you guys, she was gone, I think. And you guys showed yeah. up and I, remember I was trying to find you. I remember, I remember like running out in the road. Remember yeah. That? Oh yeah. Yeah. So or the like- alley. Yeah, my first, the first time I ever meet Jeff, I'm I'm coming around, and this is like like you know pretty center city. There's a lot of people and a lot of cars, and I turn down this little side road, and here's this guy, just running out into the street like <laughs> not, not even not even waiting for cars to stop. They're just and he's on his phone and he's like looking around. I remember he's just looking around, and I'm like, uh, is, this, is, loose, this, is this the guy? <laughs> so so you stayed there for. And you guys were like, remember sleep? You guys were sleeping in the the escape. Yeah. So so with the money that I got initially from working on the farms, I I traveled to Brisbane and I stayed with these other loose units there in Brisbane. They were loose. Actually, you met them. those are the ones we met later at that bar. Those <laughs> were fucking. Those guys were fucking crazy. And you offended the shit out of some of their friends. That was so funny. But that guy, I, they were mad because I was American. I know they were they were pissed off. That I didn't one even guy do anything. That one guy shit. wanted to fight me. Remember, he wanted to fight me. They were a little bit drunk too. I think I was but. drunk too. But you don't drink really. And he wanted to fight me. I was I like, why does this guy want to fucking fight me? I'll fucking kick your fucking ass, mate. <laughs> I, said, I don't even know you, dude. <laughs> Remember that but the you band, were, the band you was were, playing. You were getting him a little with some. Uh, you were you were talking. He drunk. was talking were, shit to me just for no reason. Yeah. Then I was like, I was. I said something. I, I <laughs> think were, I said, "Well, I, he's some American." I said, "Well, you were having a political thing, and you were." All I, all I remember saying was, "Was I was like, <laughs> uh, was I was like, well, we're not as racist as you guys, and that says a lot." And he was like, "Fuck you, mate." <laughs> oh my god! In Brisbane, yeah. So okay, so, so yeah, so I bought the I bought the escape while I when I first went when I went back to Brisbane when I hitchhiked from air, I bought the escape because my plan was I'm gonna make this escape something I can live in. Like <laughs> so I did. I like bought a little mattress that inflated. I bought all these little totes and just like It was a whole thing. Yeah, I had and I and I even like made sure it was like I could put the totes under, I could like lay everything down at night, I could clip up my little privacy curtains. Like this was like it was it was the whole thing. This deal. was like the basically You guys the, were sleeping in the in the parking area. Of where yeah, and, the back and of the, and we were the mid, middle of the fucking city. Remember? We were in the middle of a city, sleeping in an alleyway, essentially. And like, and and also the reason that I got this car and stuff too is because I was preparing for my uh, at the time girlfriend was coming to uh, visit for a while, and so I had prepared this whole thing. And I, had and, and, and I, I remember the one. I don't want to get too much into this, but there was there was a, a fight, <laughs> yeah, the breakdown where the whole neighborhood was like, yeah, was, oh, uh, something was going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys didn't stay, you guys stayed for, I recall, not a long couple days. Cause she was flying out of Melbourne, right? Yeah. Yeah. She so was you guys only there for like three weeks. And then, so we came, we actually stopped there. I was like, Hey, I know this guy in Sydney. Hey, maybe we could like use this dude's room or something while we're there. And, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Well, you guys used a shower. Remember I said, come we on, did. Come yeah, on no, it was awesome. It was, a nice it was little... awesome knowing somebody in Sydney. And then also the fact that you were from Alaska too. And we, had, it was just a very well, so, comfortable so, thing. So know? we had a very nice, I'd say we had a great, um, first meeting. We spent a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah. You left. I was still in Sydney trying to pursue kind of a job and all this stuff. And then 
Um, I forget how, but you came back. Yeah, so I just... Did I invite you back, or did you just come back? Well, no, so I just left to go do the Ocean Road and, um, and like, go down south, and then we did our little trip, and then we came back because she was leaving out of Melbourne, and so then when we came back, I think we just had already planned on, like, meeting back up. I think, we, yeah, we talked and to you guys. It was probably a month or more, right, after you left, you came back? It was about probably three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, at, three at, weeks. At that point, I had kind of um, knew I wasn't really... Sydney wasn't working out. It was like, you feel like, I mean, you're looking for a professional job in a city like Sydney when you don't know anybody, you're like a number. And I didn't really get, but I had that one job uh, interview with that company, that um, that recruiting company that kind of was like, well, we may have a job in Brisbane. And like, I remember the, the interview was like, you're, yeah, you're fucking yeah. weird, but like, you seem like maybe you're <laughs> actually pretty smart. But your your resume is like white, like bizarre. It's Alaskan guy, you know. Yeah, I remember you were training at a few places, and uh, I seen you ready for your interview and your suit and stuff. I had several interviews, and it's like you know, yeah, you, you're, yeah, you're, you're a number. You're, you're chasing big it. companies, and so. But then I was getting pretty tired of Sarah Jane. Um, yeah, the whole, she was. Uh, I mean, this guy. She you, was a good lady. I mean, she was nice, but like, like we had the one situation where she would just go in the back and scream, "Maggie, <laughs> Maggie's," and these magpies would be fucking everywhere, and they swoop on people. We have them here, but the ones in Australia are different. Yeah, they they look different and and um, they're a little more aggressive. And she would just, you know, she she would drink She's sometimes. Magpies, and yeah. she would, she had great stories. You know, she was like she was like a Playboy, and she was in Playboy. And like remember yeah. those pictures in like the sixties? So or yeah, Sarah Jane. Like at the time we met her was what maybe mid fifties to Probably like si- yeah. borderline sixties, and she uh, definitely looked like she had a lived a life <laughs> yeah. well lived. Hard and life. <laughs> but man, there's because her, her parents came. Her dad, I remember, she told me. Was Cornish. Was, <laughs> he was a Cornish. He was a Cornish man. But he came. Uh, he was stuck there. From, know, he was. He was a maritime. Yeah. And the ship broke, yeah. and he got stuck in Australia. It must have been like the nineteen twenties or something or thirties. Um, and he was stuck there for six months as like a young man, mm-hmm. and he got a little older, and he just always remembered Australia. So he like moved the family there. Yeah. And she. She was. Um, I think she was born. In England. Yeah, she, she was born in England. Grew, grew up. She had like, talked like an Australian she, person. She did. She had a bit more of an English. You could hear the English, though. But she, she was, um, so you, so, so I was like, I got to get out of here because it was just, you know, just, I wanted to get out of Sydney. I had that opportunity in Brisbane. You were at that point staying, because I went to that wedding in Dominican Republic for my friend. And you yeah, stayed, you stayed so, in my room. Well, you're the one. So, like, when we were talking about it, the reason I stayed in Sydney, too, is because you told me about the temp job. You told me about that temp agency because Which, that's what you were doing, so too, for, for a lot of day. For, for <laughs> about a week. Ten. So, I had this job that I heard about from another guy um, because at this point I kind of gave up on getting a professional job in Sydney. But I wanted to do something, work, and make some money. So, there was this construction firm that would, like, temp you out and send you to, you know, places for a couple days doing you know, labor, you know, picking stuff up, moving stuff, just kind of like it could basic, be anything, basic yeah. labor, not, not skilled labor. Um, and you know, I did one, I, I, you drove to this place three hours, two hours from Sydney each way. You didn't get paid for driving and you're like picking up, you know, demoing a house or, mm-hmm. and then I went to this once when I started, stopped doing it when I was at that in, in North Sydney. You did that one job though. Remember I, where I, you were, that's like, what I, was, I quit. I was done. No, no, not that job. The one where you were like security or something. Oh, that was the best one. That was the <laughs> Yo, fucking best one. What was that? So about? there was a yeah. work site near pretty much real close to Newtown where we were staying. Yeah. And, and that was later the guy called back, but uh, he liked me, I think. And there was a uh, work site that people kept stealing equipment from. And it was like a car dealership. They were like redoing the whole thing. And there was this little, um, like kind of security shack or something. And they wanted somebody basically just to stay there and watch it. And I did like a 16-hour shift 
And all they wanted me to do was go out every hour and, and basically, like, you know, with a flashlight, which I did, looked around, didn't see anything, you know, and I got paid like 500 bucks. Yeah, you got paid that good wage, whatever it was called. Um, I say. What, what's that called? You know, you were um, getting paid like 30 or 40 or something. Because like after, yeah, after 12 hours and at night, you get, um, you know what I'm talking about? That word where they like. I don't. I only know OT. I'll think of it in a second. It's, it's, um, drive me nuts. It's that hard yakka rate, man. Hey, yeah. <laughs> so, but, but I was doing the one job where I was, um, basically, I was at the, this really, Fancy multi-million dollar house in Sydney Harbor. Yeah, I got we there were like in similar areas. Yeah, and I got there like seven a.m. or seven thirty, which I hated. And there was all this like at the top. There's all these bricks and wood, big two by fours, and these big bricks. And they wanted them taken to the bottom of the uh, the house where the job was, and they couldn't drive them down there, I guess, because it was too steep. So I'm I'm carrying two by fours down two at a time I'm with my boots in a very steep driveway. It took me all morning to get all the two by fours done. Then I have lunch and I finish, and the bricks are like so heavy, and some of them are the ends aren't. Like they were these open ends, so you couldn't really grab them. And I asked the guy if I could use the wheelbarrow. And these are like uh, typical Aussie trade, like tradies. Like, hi, hey, mate, it's fucking broken. And I'm like, it's not, bro- it's not, it's fucking broken. And they're they're like, you know, carpenters and electricians, and they're like my age, right? And then so eventually, I noticed there's a bunch of trash cans um, at the bottom of the where the house was. And I noticed if I if I, if I drug it up, I could put like five or six bricks in the trash can. And then walk down and put the trash can behind me, right? And it was way easier. You get three or four more bricks um, with, like, way less effort. So I'm doing this for, like, an hour. Probably did, like, seven trips. And then one of the guys comes around and he sees me. He's like, hey, mate, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing, mate? And I, I'm like, oh, I'm just, I said I found an easier way to do this, more, you know, more efficient. He's like, you ain't using their fucking trash bins, hear me? <laughs> fucking rubbish bins. And I go, what's, what's the problem? He's like, he's like yeah, you get them fuck, you'll get them fucking dirty. I go, I'll get him dirty. Like, what? So he was pissed. So he made me physically carry two at a time. He was, like, watching me. It was, like, I feel like I was being, like, I don't even know. I was, like, I'm done with this shit. I'm, this, is not my, my, this is not my cup of tea. But you were, doing, you were doing a lot of work with those guys, weren't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I had, I had pretty much the opposite experience. I had a really good time. I, in the, the first site they had me on, I was a lolly man, which is what they call the, what the fuck <laughs> flaggers or, you know, the... Oh, you were, you were flagging for a while. Well, sto- well, just one day I did the stop. You were, you were getting paid pretty good for that, weren't you? you? You get paid a little bit more, but it's not. it was so boring and you're like falling asleep. You're trying to stay awake. It was so boring. See, that's, that's my fucking Yeah, style. you would have loved that. But <laughs> like the very next job I got, I wound up being at that same job for the entire time, the entire 30 days. And it was in the same area. It was up in Avalon. And yeah, it's getting to work was like yeah, Avalon. Over, that's that's a nice, nice, very nice area. Super nice. I mean, you're talking uh, ten, twenty million dollar houses up in there, and to get there, you know, you have to. I'd pick up a couple, uh, one or two people that were also part of this temp agency that would basically train to the metro station downtown. I would pick them up in the morning. They would pay me ten dollars a day or whatever in gas, and I would drop them off along the way uh, at their pen- jobs. Penalty rates. Penalty that's what rates. it's called. I just okay. looked it up. Yeah. Wow, Penalty. Rate. Yeah. So that's any time at night or mm-hmm. weekend or over. T- okay. So anyway, so you're. And, and so to get, and then I'd pick them up and then basically have to, you have to go over the Sydney bridge. So there's that. Then you have to go. Which is incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. But it's less incredible in the pitch black of the morning yeah. when there's 2000 cars around you and you're not driving on the side of the road you're used to. Yeah. It's uh that took me a while. Was, that took me a while to get used to. And then gonna, when, when you, when you came back here, were you the opposite? Absolutely not. No, I just came right back into when it. When I came back, I was for a second, I was like, not not as long as the first going, but I was like, oh, fuck. Because yeah. I was there one time driving to a job with this, tip. I was waiting two hours from Sydney, and they gave me the truck. And I was in the left lane, 
and I was turning left, right? So left lane to left lane. And I ended up going to the right side, just like, like, oh, just, fuck. um, yeah, it's naturally uh, or, or, or instinctually. And right. I'm driving, it was early in the morning and I look up and I'm like, oh fuck, there's well, a fucking car coming at me. And just to like express too, and this is something that I read recently in a book I'm reading. It's, uh, it's that think, fa- thinking fast and slow or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, one thing that I've learned is you never actually get used to that. So like you could live over in Australia for 20 years. And the fact that since you were born until now, you have been so ingrained. Your second nature is this way of driving and walking and biking. I mean, it's so ingrained, you know, right, mm-hmm. right of way, all this stuff. Remember you hit that fucking car. Remember when you bumped into that guy's mirror? I do remember that. Yeah. Just, I just remembered that. That guy was fucking pissed. He was pissed. He was, like, was he, he Lebanese or was he, he was, Indian? At first he was rightfully pissed, although I think he didn't need to be so rude, but... When when you found there was no damage at all, that's when I'm like, why is this guy still? We were trying to get somewhere yeah. in Sydney, and you were so mad because these roads, some of these roads in old Sydney, are like, oh, it's this like, is like it's like London. This it's, is built like you know hundreds of years ago, and it was built not with cars, and yeah, um, there's part there's cars parked all over the fucking road, and we we um we were driving, and Tim was so we were trying to get a groceries maybe or something, or we were going somewhere, and you were turned on that one one way, and. We were going, he was pretty mad, and I remember you hit the fucking, and I was like, man, we're closing. Bam! And the fucking mirrors hit. Just nip the near, mirror. But so, yeah, no, uh, so with that being said, um, since you never get used to it, you're constantly at a state of paying attention, like activating your, if you've read the book, your second, you know, mind or whatever, mm-hmm. your second I haven't read the process. book, but I've... It's basically, so... With that being said, driving over there, it, and especially when you drive, I mean, I, I drove... I drove a lot in Australia, but it, a city itself is stressful enough when you're in one of these cities and you're constantly having to be on edge. Like, yeah, and like make sure you stay in the left fucking lane. It's super fucking stressful. U-turns and, and all, all that shit is like... And, and I'll never, honestly, like I got my taste of Sydney and to be frank, if I ever go back to Australia, I can't even say I would go back. Like there's so many other places. I mean, Sydney's, <laughs> Sydney to me is <laughs> like... such as dread like... Sydney to me is like, it's fun to go to LA or New York or something or Miami. Right, like, Do you want to yeah. live, you know, do you want to live, some people do. But I mean, I I love Darwin, which is, you know, you didn't go to Darwin, did you? No, I didn't. Darwin no, I didn't is see Darwin. fucking, you know, one of our sister cities, but a small town and this big, not small, but a couple hundred thousand people and less than that actually. Oh wow, hundred yeah. and something, hundred and forty. But it's still pretty big for the area, though. Northern Territory 000. only has two hundred and some thousand people. Yeah, they're mostly in Darwin. It sounds like, and um, <laughs> it's just like a last. It's like Alaska, huge, huge territory state, you know. And also on that note, if you go to Australia, please go to the Northern Territory and Western Australia yeah. because they are just like so cool. It's just a whole different it, experience. That's the real, the real loose experiences if you go to those places. So, so we were about to leave and then something happened. I want to tell the story. You were kind of staying there anyway, like Sarah let you stay there at, at the apartment and you were kind of like We had come some- to an agreement, yeah. And I was gone, but then I came back and, um, and something you guys got in some, didn't something happen? She was, she was like, she confronted <laughs> you about money or something and it got loose. She confronted me about first. It was about, I think the internet thing, because you like, she thought that we owed her more money for rent for internet or something like that. It was like, she wanted to tack on additional charges to rent. I was paying her like, um, and we were, yeah, we were both already paying, I was paying her, her like, Two one fifty a week or two yeah, one fifty a week two hundred a week no I think it was one fifty a week yeah and I, I mean I had and we had, me and her had come to uh, an agreement and I think I even had a little written thing and not like it meant anything but I we had come to an agreement and 
um, she then wanted to start tacking on more money. And it's like, we weren't even going to be there for that. I mean, we weren't going to be there for a month, you know, it's, so she's basically starting all of the stressful drama stuff. And then you locked yourself out, right? Then, yeah. Then there was this weekend where she had left and Jeff was gone, I think in the, where was it? Dominican Republic or something. Uh, I wasn't, I think I was at that wedding, but at that point I think I might've been somewhere else. Something was going on. Because I wasn't, I think I was in Australia, but you, you, maybe I wasn't there, but you couldn't, you locked yourself out and there was no way to so get in. So there was one of those doors where if you close the door, um, if you close the door, it locks automatically. It doesn't even have a handle on it. It's like one of those ones you literally open with the key, yep, which yep. was like never expressed to anybody. The store had not really ever been closed and, uh, and, uh, it got closed and I didn't have a key for it, and she hadn't like she was out given like keys she was out at her door. friend's house, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like several hours away, right? Yeah, and this was a door like to my to my apartment, and like I was never given a key or anything to this door. Like I never you were, you, were, you, you were staying in that little thing un, like downstairs where her like storage area was, right? Yeah, it was it was basic. It was another apartment area, but it could be whatever you wanted it to be. But oh, it had a bathroom and stuff in it. Oh, when like, I was first there, it was all full of her stuff. It was full of like the clothing. It was like it was, the. All of her clothing. It was like her storage for her store, but then she got stuff. rid of a lot of it. So her son and the other dude helped her get all that cleared out. But Remember I mean, son, I was just he, sleeping he was, on the floor. He was a fucking like, character too, wasn't he? Oh, uh, Hugo. 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 <laughs> Hugo. Yeah, Ooh. this guy. He was a creep, honestly. Damn. He was. And if you're hearing this, Hugo, like, please don't beat my ass. Fuck him. Like, he, he could too. He, was, he could. Yeah. He was jacked. The if fuck he wants up. to fly down here, then be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> so she was. I remember she was like livid. Didn't you hire? You hired. You hire a locksmith, right? Um, yeah, so I basically had to call locksmith and it was like a Sunday. So, you know, penalty rate, you know, like, let's say what, what you needed, what you needed was a locksmith. So you, you can get what they call mates rates. <laughs> mates Have you rates. heard of the mates rates? Uh-uh. That's like, if you're, you know, a buddy, you're, oh, the mate buddy or something. I should have said, or, or they have the bars will have mates rates for like, like happy hour. So you come with your friends and you get like. Right. Discount. Well, we had been chummy up until that point, so maybe I should have said at the end, like, "Hey, you know, do I get a mate? Do I get a mate rate on this? Is this mate's rates? You know, I know this lady's not going to be. Uh, she's not going. Didn't you consider going on the roof? Or no? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think there was. Well, I think I considered it. I looked at options for sure. <laughs> like, because uh, I mean, this wound up being like one hundred and fifty dollars. It was ridiculous. It was like two hundred. You know, and a. She I, was, she was so, I told, mad. I basically came at her and I told her like, you owe me this, you, you owe me to pay for that because you should have left me a key. You didn't, that was your responsibility as like, you know, the, the leaser or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she was having none of it. The whole so. situation was pretty loose. Overall. So, so we ended up, le- remember that little bar down the street we went, we went to all the time and drank. You didn't really drink, but I was like, we got to get the fuck out of here. And then I had the guy, Oh yeah, yeah. I had the guy, um, contact me that I barely knew from Alaska. What was his name? Oh, my God. Yeah, he knew you from the, what, Dave yeah. Steering show? Yeah, or? but also the IT industry. Okay. Uh, oh, my God. What was his name? Oh, Thor, Thor, uh, Thor, Thorsten? Yeah, Thorsten. Thorsten. Thorsten, Thorsten. Thorsten, so yeah. he reached out to me an email, and he basically said, I have this cabin, remote cabin, um, in the middle of nowhere, and northern New, New South Wales, and if you want to go, and I don't really go there very, very often, and need a few things to be taken care of, you can stay there for free. And I brought this up to you, and the first and you time I, you showed me the email too, and I have to say, yeah, like, the first time I, I remember you're like, that sounds suspect. Fu-. You're like, well, that sounds fucking weird. <laughs> no, it's, it's like this come email ca- was not kosher sounding. At come all. stay in my cabin, no problem. <laughs> yeah, it was like, and, oh, don't worry, there's no electricity, mate. It's all off the grid. And <laughs> so we ended up deciding to do that. Yeah, we and did. we had no information <laughs> about it. I mean, he knew a guy that was going to meet us, 
And remember we got up to the first night we stayed in the hotel. Remember that? Remember that fucking guy? Yeah, there was this dude. It was the Rosewood. No, the the, the Rose. Um, the Rose in uh, the Rosie or something. It was like the Rose in. I still have the pen. So we somewhere. we go we go in and it's like ten o'clock at night. You wanted to sleep in the car? I was like, we got to get a shower. Let's get a fucking room. And we go and this is the town, um, pretty close to the yeah. What was, what that, place? was uh, that? Starts with a D. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be hard to remember. No, um, sort of the K. Kerry. K- no, turn no. Kearney. Kearney. Kirky. Yeah, it was something like that. Car- oh, I'll think of it later, but it starts with a K. But it was like, a, not a big town, but it was a decent-sized town. Um, Kin- oh, man. Kincarney. Yeah, it was something like that. Oh, if, that wasn't it, but we, we got there. We go and we, we asked, and this guy's got like, he's like an older Australian guy in his like 60s. And he had like a whole Asian theme going on. Remember, it was like a very Asian vibe. Oh, yeah, that inside. guy. No, yeah, but, like, inside, there was, like, though, because he was, was like, not Asian. It was not like an Asian all. hotel, but there was like... Like Asian like oh, that bamboo, guy. and right, there was all, yeah. and then and we're talking to him, and then like this young like Thai boy came out. It was like twenty or something. Remember that? Yeah. So yeah, we, well, yeah, because it was weird because we were talking to him, and then there was also yeah, he had the picture of the dude there from and Thailand. He was telling us that that was his uh, uncle or his uh, his father in law. Yeah, his father in law. He was telling us that that was his like spouse's father in law and stuff. And then that was when later this like it's like twenty one frail yeah like <laughs> so he was like obviously like with his young boy. And yeah, kind of, I know. We're like for what? Sure. Okay, like that just. And then we're talking to him. And then what did he say? I asked he said, him. Uh, he said we're you were asking him how this place was. Like, hey, what's you know like what's the town like? What are the people like here? And. Uh, or no, you said how many people live here? And yeah, uh, and it was like twenty. Yeah, it was like and that's when he made that. Yeah, so how many people? What was it called? Sort of the K. Oh my god, I'll think of it in a second. But um, I said, uh, Kearney? No. I said, how many people live here? And he's like, I, I fucking twenty. He's like, I fucking ten. He's like twenty thousand or something. I go, well, okay, that's that's pretty good. He's like, not including the blackies. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at you and I was like, what? And and I was like. <laughs> Did he just say that? Like, fuck, man, that was weird. I was like, okay, can we just yeah, get Yeah, the... it was some blatant. And, and, and then he, it was just really, like, cause if, you're, if you go to Australia, you understand a lot of the people there, especially in towns like that. Small, yeah, they're. They say stuff where you're like, wow, that's yeah, it's it's pretty, pretty overt. Pretty insensitive stuff. So then he, like, takes us back. He was a weird guy, too. Remember, he, like, took us to the weird room? Super weird. Well, no, he made the comment about having a peephole. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's like, he's like, I'm going to upgrade you to the fucking real nice suite. Yeah. You know, so... <laughs> it's got a fucking uh, peephole. Peephole so I can watch you. And I was... He said, watch us before I kill you. It was, yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. weird, and, and, like... He said, he literally said he was going to, like, murder he, us. He, 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 he was like, he's like, ah, you know, I'll fucking slit your fucking throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was before I slit your fucking throat. And I was right? like, whoa, dude. And then... Yeah, huh, huh, so we woke up, we stayed the night, and then we woke <laughs> up. It was be- beautiful, you know, kind of morning. Oh, yeah. And the, the shower, I turned the shower on, and the fucking head blew off. Remember, it just blew off and there was water going everywhere. Yeah, and you called the dude. And I called him and he was like fucking livid. He came in hot. In a golf cart. Yeah, he came and, in hot. And in he was he was really mad. I was like, I just turned the fucking thing on, man. And then he started saying like all this shit about like how fucked up America was and it's like visa policies. And he started saying some other really racist shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like super racist shit. And we're just like, can we, can we go? And um, God, what was that place called? And then, so then we leave and we go to the, the cabin area. And we met the remember we met the guy, his uh, what was that friend. dude's name? He was cool actually. He was he was cool. He gave us like a big gift basket. He was like a bald dude, right? He yeah, was like uh, just kind of a little bit older, and he, he gave us that food and drinks and oh, bu- he gave a Bundaberg gift. rum. So and- I was actually yeah, because I was like, 
telling you, wasn't I? Because beforehand, I'm like, dude, what if this dude's fucked up? What if he's... And I was coming up with a plan with you, I think. Yeah, because we're talking... We're, no one knows where we, where we are. We don't even know. And he, he drove us out there, remember? So he drives us out there he, the we whole fo- time. We follow I'm him. Like, and we're, we're like... Uh, we go on this road and... Yeah, we were little, following him. Yeah, this through little, the fucking... This little, little road goes off. And then, and then it's like... Oh, it's, we're in cattle country. It's not even a road anymore. Yeah, it's not even a fucking road. You go up this hill. Beautiful prairies and hills and like... all. And, and we're like, chasing cows, dude. Cows are just dispersing. Huge like like jack the fuck up. Yeah, no, they were fucking. And, and we huge. go there, and we, we like uh, go up. He like he jumps. Remember, he jumps up the road and that that hill. I'm like, whoa! And there's no road. Yeah, so the road after is like gone. 30 minutes of driving in the like way in the fucking cattle yeah. country, we go to this gate. We open the gate. Um, we get in there, and there's this beautiful kind of old school cabin. Um, and he fucking <laughs> leaves us there. And dude, I was like, I was remember, I remember being like. Fuck, dude, this is a movie. This is a movie. Like, well, they're, 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 they're cultivating us for the fucking kill. Well, it's kind of funny, too, because it's like, as yeah, as screwed up as I thought that dude might be, it did, yeah, it turned out this dude was awesome. He left all that stuff, little goodies and shit like that. All the food, the, all the food and the drinks. But, and But then you even got to think to yourself after that, like, you know, it, 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 the story doesn't end there because it's like, what else could be going well, on? Remember we, go, we went to that shop. We went to the town, and you yeah. tried to buy that... And that lady, and w- so that was the weirdest thing. You walk into this, sh- and it was just called General Store. It was, it was like maybe like a couple hundred people live in this little and, town. And you walk into this store, and uh, which looked almost like an old west saloon or something. I want to say, and like you walk in there, limited and goods, and literally mem- a shelf. There's just these single shelves all over the walls, and on each one of these shelves, there's like one item. You took the uh, napkins, and she was like, "You can't fucking buy all them." Yeah, I go. Yeah, I go. Hey, do you got any knives? She go. Oh, yeah, yeah, I do. And then, and then, and that's when she she told me she did. And then you grabbed them. And then it was like she thought about it and was like, she "Oh, cut, mate, did you cut them in half?" She fucking cut them in half. Yeah. So the, goes, the the thing I remember about that vividly was, um, Torsten asked me to get his mail because that was also like the where the mail yeah, went. Yeah, was the people, and I was yeah. like, "Hey, can I get um a mail for Torsten?" Remember, there was a lot of mail. Right. And then she goes, "Are uh, you staying at Torsten's place?" <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Um, we're." Like not for long. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. like, oh, how long are you staying there for? <laughs> and you looked at me, and you were like, you were like, mm, yeah, mm, no, mm, I did. Mm. I was signaling like, don't she, tell this lady. This is like anything. out of deliverance, man. She's legitimately asking us like, how long we're staying. Yeah, she was a little off too. You could just totally tell. So we get there, and it ended up being a great, you know, experience. But we did have a couple, you know, like the, the electricity thing. He had these batteries that he kind of rigged up, and yeah, it was, it was a, like it was a solar it was a solar panel, I believe, with the battery and we, cell. And we yeah. didn't know how to remember. <laughs> we had to keep fucking with it. And I'm not I'm like because we were all getting ready. We like made dinner, and we were putting a DVD on. We're like sweet. We're all like getting ready to hunky dunk, and then the, and dude, the whole fucking it's dark. <laughs> the fucking pop, imagine you're in this cabin in the middle of fucking nowhere. Middle no, of nowhere, cell phones yeah. don't work. Uh, the power goes out, and <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, dude!" I was like, "This just shit got real." Like, we had we made dinner, we had like a little oh. little TV, a little DVD. We were watching some old DVD, whatever it was, and I was like, "Then we heard that noise." <laughs> and the, yeah, and there's that fucking scarecrow thing, so, this so, creepy so, ass like. So Tim gets like fucking fire poker, <laughs> and I get a piece of, and I'm like, "Nah, dude, come on, like, come on, fucking." He's like, "Look, we're gonna get the fuck out of here." Down. <laughs> and then, and then, ready. I'll never forget this. Um, Tim's like, what would you do? Remember, remember what you said to me? Oh yeah, I looked at him and I was just like, because we're trying to chill him back. There's this. We're kind of like trying to make each other feel better. But we're like, yeah, it's fine. It's just, yeah, it's, like, like, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, well, you know, fine? Jeff's trying to be super positive as he will in this situation, and I, I, I can tell, I can tell, and I'm like, hey, I was like, dude, what, what would you do if like there, you just heard this, and like went right through the glass, and this bullet just nailed me in the fucking head and just like took me out. I just I was like, like, dude, 
fucking and I, don't say that. <laughs> don't fucking say that. And then the, that place just gets surrounded by the town, that little town we were in. Hey, you boys. <laughs> hey, we're going to have a good time, boys. <laughs> Another thing, too, is, and I swear, every time I tell the story about this place, these people have this, like, southern hickish accent yeah, yeah, and i'm but like they, but they, they didn't they, they didn't did, but no, i don't know did. why in my mind you know hey, hey you boys staying long here like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, total vibe, movie deliverance. It, was, so, it was so we stayed there for like a week and then um we, we actually did a couple hikes remember that big hike we took we had the gnome you, you yeah we walked that, yeah we walked up into, up the hill and we like yeah went out into the valley um and then we did some work for, remember we did some work remember we had they had that weird big like really nice metal huge um like barn where like everything was locked and we're like what the fuck's in there oh yeah we could hear why is everything locked in there the birds yeah it was we later birds. found that it was birds so, and there was no really showers remember we were both in the fucking pond the, the river yeah yeah like, oh bathing. yeah oh yeah that was a that was a unique moment i was like what if somebody's just, watching us like very I feel like that really brought us together <laughs> very broke back you know? <laughs> <laughs> remember i was like can you get my oh back? dude and remember that fuck how cold that was and, and you that would water, just <laughs> that water was you, you're like <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, because there was no shower. There was also the uh, the the bathroom situation wasn't there. Was remember that toilet that was like oh it was fuck. like it had like it, <laughs> it, had, like, it had like, pl- like a plastic because it was like a <laughs> it, it was a composting toilet and it smelled so fucking. I was like, dude, we're not even using. That. I don't think we were doing it right. Yeah, something was, something was wrong with that. What, thing. What, so what else do we um. We did some work. Remember, we tried to dig up that. Yeah, because we he had those little chores he wanted us to do. Yeah, we actually got that. We place. did some. We, yeah, we, it was it was a good. It was. We a, went and we fixed something on that other house, and then we fixed the the gate. Remember the we gate? We fixed was the all, gate. Yeah, it was a it was a great. I mean, I'd love to have a place like that. It was know? sweet, man. Well, I mean, totally you, off you, fucking. Grid. You can't up here. There's plenty of opportunity, but it wouldn't be as nice all year. Now the other thing was um, Sylvester. Sylvester, yep. So we left. Tim had some oats that he left out. And one <laughs> one morning, we see like the whole bag is gone, fucking. Destroyed. Well, it was like ripped open, and there was shit everywhere. Like something had obviously been in it. So then the next night, we try it again, and we, we hear it. And there's this there's this little um, possum, this like Australian possum with a fucking like, a pouch. Yeah, it's a, it's a marsupial pot. Well, and, yeah, it's and it's a, it's like fucking not scared. Of, I don't think it's ever really been around. Maybe it has, or maybe it hasn't. But it would like let us fucking. It smelled fucking horrible. <laughs> it smelled Remember, rank. we could like we, we had pictures with him and like videos with him. <laughs> oh, dude, he was sitting there just chilling, eating his eating his out, and we could literally. I even pet him at one point. Oh yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, we both horrible. pet him. Yeah, he <laughs> it was loved like our your food. hand would smell afterward. He loved our food, and he was so sick. And we named him uh, Sylvester. Sil- silly Sylvester. Yeah, so we we were there for. The first couple nights, I was like, "Man, this is fucking weird." And then it got like fine. And we, um, I, I look back at that as a great. I mean, that was a unique experience. That was know? awesome. Yeah, and, and we're, it, we're way inland, so it was, it was, it wasn't super. It was hot, but it wasn't like like winter or summer hot yet. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was really cool. And as me and you know, I was going through my own, my own little See thing that, at yeah, the time. And, and and I'll say there was there was, there was a computer there with the most limited internet, with like yeah, one limited. meg, not even probably a. Tenth of a meg, like a dial-up. I think it was dial-up. Wasn't it, it, it was, wasn't it? yeah. It was like, well, dude, it had to have been less than dial-up. It, it was so, like a satellite receiver. And thing. I was there. I was like, we're, we're remote. We're just kind of fucking. Let's just like, like, like play cards or like read or like just you know do. And you were having the woman thing, and I remember he was trying so hard to send fucking messages on it, and I was like. I was getting pretty frustrated. Yeah, I remember, gonna, I remember vividly just, how frustrated I was getting. Exactly. So like, I was like, we're ca- fucking cabin, mate. We're cabin life. We're to, cabin to life. To summarize it, yes, Jeff brought me back to cabin life so many times because I was getting off of cabin life and like needed to be on that cabin life. But if I can like just quickly give a tip to anybody who travels to Australia or really just travels extensively in general, 
do it by yourself. Just do it alone and don't bring any attachments Absolutely. with you. It's you're going to have a much better time. Yeah, that, I vividly remember that. So, all right. So now we leave, we go to Brisbane, Bri- Brizzy, and I meet um, the Brazilian guy. Oh, what was his name? Remember we stayed, we stayed with him for it a wasn't couple. like Frankie or Teddy or something. Oh, man, I'm forgetting all these guys' names. No, um, Ed, Eddie. Eddie, I knew Eddie. it was an E. So um, we, I find him like on the gum tree as we're driving. He's a little outside of Brisbane. You stayed for a night or two, right? Um, yeah, at that place, yeah. So I, read, I rented a room for him. For, I stayed in Brisbane for a month. I was trying to look at that job situation. Didn't kind of work out. You left. Yeah, I was pretty much. You were there for a couple of days. You left. And I was like, I was pretty sad because we were at that it point was pretty sad, together yeah. for like probably a month. And, you know, I feel like Australia, too, really had a weird way of doing that to you where it's like you find somebody, you travel with them for a while, and it's even though it was such a short period of time, it's very intense. It's a very, well, like, cool place. Well, you're in a foreign place. No, we do the cabin. We're in Sydney. Yeah, we're doing all this very... stuff. So you leave. I stayed in Brisbane. Um, I, and then I'm, they changed the whole visa. Remember the, the four, five, seven? They, they scrapped the whole visa scheme to be able to immig- oh, immigrate yeah, yeah. and, you know, get a work, um, sponsored visa. So then I... um. I went to New Zealand for a bit. Did I go to New Zealand? Yeah, I went to New Zealand. Yeah, then, I, then, New I, Zealand. then I went to Darwin. That's that's where I that's where I got fucking. Wait, did I go to? I think I might have went to New Zealand afterwards. Yeah, I went to New Zealand afterwards. I went to Darwin, um, and then I get that mixed up. I, did you? I thought you went to. No, you went to Darwin next because you flew from Darwin or whatever to meet me later on. Well, yeah, because I went. To, yeah, that's right. Because I went to Uluru. Yeah, where I drove down to Uluru, the Ayers Rock. From, so I was in Darwin for like two months, had the fucking time of my life. We kept in touch the whole time. You were out oh, yeah, driving yeah. around doing your, t- tell them about the fucking pineapple, about the, um, about this fucking bull guy. You told me the story. I couldn't believe how funny, fucking funny well, like, it was. So yeah. So after I left Jeff in Brisbane, I took my Ford Escape, which is the same one I had bought before in Brisbane and, um, went north again. Cause I still had more of that farm work I had to do. So you, I, you were trying to get your 88 days. Yeah, I was trying to continue that and finish that off. I still had like, you know, half of it to go or something like yeah, that. I flew to Darwin after Brisbane. Then I drove to Uluru. Then I went to New Zealand. Then you went to New Zealand. Yeah, and you the, lived there. The, then I went to Perth, and we'll talk about. We'll yeah, talk about, yeah. But I like, we'll talk about old mate from Perth later. That legend. <laughs> oh, dude, my dude. Whim. Oh, whim. Remember whim. Whim. So you're out there doing whim. your pineapple whim. stuff, and you're getting your 88 days. Doris. Fucking Doris. Dude, that was another Dude, Durries, Perth, man. Perth. This um, power fuck him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Durries. Durries. These, these Dutch guys we met in fucking Perth. We'll talk about them in All a right, minute. All right. So, so you're you're out there fucking around. And so you, and I went I went up again to that same place I was. I was at that same Macca's that I first start I first messaged you or And we for messaging. the folks listening, Macca's is Australian Fort McDonald's. Macca's, yeah, yeah. I, and so I'm I'm sitting at that same McDonald's in this little town air. I had already had a traumatizing experience <laughs> working there. And I'm like at my wit's end, I don't know where to find any work at the time. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to go work at this work hostel again with, like, you know. And it's just, you know, I would do it, but I really wasn't wanting to. Um, and that's when I found this, like, weird little government number. Uh, I forget how I found it. I called it. And there was a lady. She goes, oh, hey, man, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to work for America. I'm trying to work for oh, American. Oh, let me see what I can find for you. <laughs> like, they, uh, love, they love, they love, <laughs> they love like, Americans. And she goes, oh, you willing to work uh, pineapples, mate? And like, she, she asked me where I was. She asked me if I had a vehicle. I said, yeah. And I said, I'm in there. She goes, oh, you willing to work pineapples? I was like, yeah, it sounds legit. She goes, you want the farmer's number? And I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. 
So I called the farmer. I can, hi, mate, you got, you got, you got a car, mate? When can you be here? When can you start working? I'm like, oh, fuck, tomorrow, <laughs> you know, today I can be there. So I, I actually drove from air then even further north, and I was in this little town. You couldn't really even call it a town, but it was uh, called uh, Rolling Stone. And I basically, for the next three and a half months, lived in a packing shed a pineapple pack. Right, because shed. I was ta- I was still talking to you. I was in Darwin for most of that time. Then I went to New Zealand. Yeah, that was the whole time I was in Darwin, and New Zealand. Yeah, and the the uh, so this whole time I was at this pineapple farm was uh, quite a loose experience, like altogether. Like all I remember <laughs> is telling me the story about Bull, who was a kiwi, right? Yeah. So yeah. So Bull was originally a kiwi. So when I first got to this place, they had it wasn't the season yet, so there were no backpackers there. Essentially, what. There was a group of farmers, about four farmers owned all of the pineapple fields in that area. And they actually supply, they were like 90% of the pineapple suppliers of the entire country. And so they had all basically co-opted on this one packing plant. They'd all pack their pineapples there. And they had, they had basically outfitted it to be like eight or 10 of these little, like one bedroom, little room, little hotel room type things. They literally, you would walk in, there was your twin bed to the left to your right, there was a little desk. There was a little window with a little air conditioning unit. I mean, this thing was probably like eight feet by five feet or something. Like workers' quarters. <laughs> and let me tell you, though, it was awesome. Coming from somewhere where I was working with no air conditioning at all, living in a hostel with, you know, 20 other people around me. When you were there in winter, but this is pretty much, this is like um, this, tro- tropical weather, so it doesn't well, change that when much. I, and when I got there this time, yeah, correct. I was there more during the winter, and it was still like 90 degrees outside. Or I mean, but it's still, w- the biggest effect you're going to notice is that the sun doesn't burn you as much. It's like the uh, the UV index mm-hmm. the, for, for, the, for the sun is much lower during the winter. So in like Darwin, at least, and I know this is probably similar latitude, but there's uh they call it the wet and the dry you know just in the, in the oh, summer yeah. it just rains fucking it just rains a lot and then in the winter it's basically hot as fuck and, and when it doesn't and, rain and when it rained in Rolling Stone it fucking rained and there was no work you couldn't work I mean there was one I, it was like an entire five days where it was raining so hard that just nobody went to work I mean you can't drive tractors in that you can't you can't even work in it I mean it comes down harder like I've lived in Florida. And I thought that they had hard storms, yeah, no, the, the but Australia what I, what I experienced up there was insanity. And uh, it was a really awesome experience though. Like, but so I had this little room and when I first got there for legitimately for the first three weeks, I was the only person there at this pack. Were you working farm. at that point? Yeah, I was working. I was immediately working on this farm. And so the farm had more like year round, uh, actual Australians who lived in that area. These like, <laughs> super loose units. Oh, I sent some pictures. Yeah, and uh, fucking very much so loose units. Yeah, super loose. Uh, some righteous cunts, though. And so, like, uh, I basically worked with them, and I'm on this this pineapple farm. And so, it was like the very first day. It was like Easter weekend. Yeah, it was when I showed up. And, I, and so, like, the very first weekend I'm there, I hadn't even worked a day yet, I don't think. And I had come out of my room, and there's these. Uh, two people sitting there and they've got like a still set up for like manufacturing alcohol. And I'm like, what the fuck, you know? And I come around and, uh, and to describe this place too, the whole area that was like the dining and hangout area when I got there was a fucking mess. It looked like a bomb had gone off. It was literally (laughs) like, there's no, 
there's no oven, there's no nothing to like cook with. There's like a fridge kind of not even on the wall, but like ripped out and like in the middle of the like area, there's just, the place is a mess. And, um, which I uh, found out was because of the backpackers coming in the past. They usually just trash the place, uh, during the season when there's like 20 people there. And so I run into these people and I'm like, Oh, Hey, you know, like, uh, you know, introduce myself and stuff. Well, that's when I met bull and Lonnie. And essentially, they were these older couple. Uh, Bull was originally from New Zealand, he would tell you. I think he moved over when he was like 16. So, But he still had a little bit of that New Zealand accent. Uh-huh. Uh, and Lonnie was his, I think, uh, common-law wife, as you might say. And they lived in a little camper, like right behind So this places. guy was a massive epic drinker, wasn't he? They were, bo- they were both what you would term a pisshead. Yes. <laughs> they were they Drinking were yellow and, on the piss uh, and bull the re- his name the reason his name was bull or i don't know which came first the chicken or the egg but like this guy had a bull tattooed on his head so this dude was like strictly bald he was about a five foot eight five foot seven guy all bald has this Big old bushy mustache, and he's got a fucking bull tattooed on his head. And I was, I was, in, like, I was, in, I was in Darwin, and I went up to this place called um, Humpty Doo. That's what it was called, Humpty Doo. And there was a Humpty Doo <laughs> pub, and we were there with some mates. And it's like, it's like kind of remote, like Bogan, kind of like like Bush Australia. And uh, this guy came in, and it was all these like tradie guys with like the orange, you know, the orange and yellow shirts and all that, and working like like tra- like trade construction workers and this guy comes in and he's slamming beers and he's got like duct tape all over his fucking head. And I was like, why does it? And I talked to my friend Jock. I was like, why does that? Like, I might fucking probably got hurt at work. <laughs> and I go over there. I'm like, dude, like, Hey man, you okay? Like, why do you have duct tape on? He's like, ah, fucking, I hit the fucking boom again at the fucking job. And like, he kind of took it off. Dude, his head was like fucking oh my God. gashed open and it was duct tape and he was slamming b- VBs. <laughs> Of course, there's some, there's some legends in Australia. Man. Dude, there are some crazy people. But yeah, so like I met Bull and Lonnie fairly quickly. And yeah, they were on the piss every single day. They'd get into these fights. You'd hear them screaming and Lon- Lonnie screaming and Bull. So now, didn't he do something where he was like, didn't he like almost like burn? Yeah, they would, man, they would have these benders where they'd get real drunk for like all night, well into the morning and the next day. And like Bull, we basically had like, a, as I lived at this place this packing plant the manager there rob this guy is really cool dude australian guy he managed the packing plant and he was new to the job and so he basically like totally redid this whole area he brought in a nice new uh, like really nice um pool table workout equipment had the whole had these tables brought in or uh, you know all this stuff like even carpentry done to this whole little like it was like a semi-outdoor it was like pretty much out in the open area and uh made it into a social, what, what do they call those social club or uh, what is that? They're like really big over in Australia. It's like a, oh, yeah. a club of like, you can join and there are these little knits of people. Yeah. I'll think of it in a second. Oh, and yeah, um, I'll think of it like, yeah, something like a social club and uh, it par- Yeah. And so he named it paradise pines uh, social club and essentially like all the farmers and stuff you know, every Saturday or every time there was a big uh, rugby game would come over and they would just basically drink a ton and eat. And uh, it was pretty cool. But, yeah. I'm trying to look up the term, the, 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 play, the thing. And the I, bigger the bigger drinkers would, uh, even to the next day when you would wake up to go to work, they would still be out there slamming it. And there was, 
one vivid story where bull had gotten super. So I wake up one morning, uh, and come out. It was a weekend. I wake, you know, I woke up at like eight or nine or whatever. No, maybe it was even earlier than that. Yeah. It was like seven or eight. And I come outside and Rob comes up to me and he goes, uh, he goes, Hey, Hey mate, uh, did you, did you happen to see bull last night? Did you see, uh, and I was just like, Oh yeah, because the night before that, Bull had been sitting there. He'd been losing his shit. He'd been going off. Wasn't like, he making they those... don't pay me. Yeah, yeah, they pay me shit. They pay me. Wasn't he know? making those big like big metal bins? Yeah. So what? So here's what I found out happened is so Bull had been he had contracted or, or done a bid on those bins. So there were these like metal bins that they use for sorting the pineapples like and storing the pineapples. Big, big ones. Big old bins. Yeah, and like almost like a big metal trash can. Yeah, big old metal trash can, and so like. Bull, they get damaged, you know, over the wear, and they need them repaired. So Bull knew how to, I guess, weld a little bit or whatever he needed to do. And so he told them, hey, like, I'll do all these, repair these for this amount. Well, it took this guy so long to do it, and, you know, he's all fucking off getting drunk all the time that it wound up taking so long that the amount he was going to get paid came out to much less than even the Australian minimum wage. So... He, at that point, was getting really drunk, and I remember he was screaming, like, you know, about the slave labor and just going off about how they're not paying him enough and blah, 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 blah. And, like, remember, he's also wasted. And so Rob managed to calm him down, and I remember he went off. Well, I wake up the next day, and Rob's like, oh, did you see Bull? And I'm like, last I saw, he went to sleep or whatever. He got all pissed, and then he, like, calmed down. Well, it turns out that Bull kept drinking after that, and his fury reignited at some point during the night. I don't know. I was asleep, and didn't, I didn't guess wait, didn't wake you up. What he did? Nothing woke me up. I, nobody woke. Nobody had seen it, and so I guess he got into one of the forklifts and he picked up one of the Dixie bins. And there's these big old structural beams that like go. I mean, they're like huge, probably four or five inch be, uh, metal posts going up to this like ceiling of the packing plant. And he fucking just slams it. And he just, not even once or twice, apparently he just slammed it over and over so much into this big old beam. I went out and there was this fucking bend in this beam, like, and the thing's all fucked up. And, and he goes, he goes, yeah, Bull came up to me later. And I found out what happened later. Yeah, Bull, Bull apparently came up to Rob and was just like, oh, mate, fucking got on the piss last night and got pissed and, you know, slammed the fucking <laughs> slam the fucking thing and you know with the forklift and uh and i was like oh my god i'm like surely this dude's gonna get it no nope. like this dude no 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 i'm like oh well, what'd you do rob oh i told him i i told him no you don't fucking do that again mate <laughs> you, you don't do that again now. Do, you, sleep do, it do, off do, do, do you remember in that um do you remember in that fucking class in Sydney for the white yeah, card we both had that same guy the guy was missing his leg, leg he was guy. teaching the safety <laughs> class and um and they were talking about fucking, about get, like not getting drunk at work or something. And he's like, yeah, because you might have to go home. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, well, you might have to go home. Like, what the fuck does that mean? Right. Are we talking forever? Because that's concerning for sure. Dude, I mean, I don't know about uh, probably where you were, but like Darwin, man, it's like, it's a huge drinking culture because you're oh. in the middle of nowhere. You know, there's like a lot of tradey guys making a lot of money. It's kind of like Alaska. You know, you got guys on the slope or miners, and they're making big money. And you know, it's like people. You know, people it's just fucking drinking up there is nuts. Right. Yeah. No. It was similar where I was at. I mean, I, I like to call where I was at like the Alabama 
of Australia. And you don't drink a lot. You drink a little bit. You're, you're, so I drink absolutely zero, just so you know. I'm. Did you have a drink where there or not at all? Absolutely you're, you're, not. You, you, no. you, you, you used to I'm, drink. Sorry, I'm used seven to... years sober. Yeah, that's right. That's for right. anybody you, you... struggling with drinking alcohol, just know that it can be done. You quit drinking. Yeah, you quit drinking. That's right. Your life will be much better if you make that decision. So, yep, seven years. That's great, man. Yeah, I remember. I remember that because uh, we'd go to the bar and I always get my whiskey. <laughs> I love going to the bar, Jim man. Be- Jim Beeman. Well, I don't love going to the bar, but I love having a good time. That's for sure. So, um, so you do all this work. We, we're still in touch. And then I flew out. So I went to Darwin a few months, whatever. Then I went down to uh, Uluru. I took a bu- bus bus trip thing. It was like two days driving to fucking oh, right. you took the Rock. Bus. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. took some like like company. had like a little tourism business. And then I flew... Because I met that English broad, and uh, remember that I told you about the English broad. I, she like was, was a whole different in Brisbane. I met her in Brisbane. And, you know, she wanted to like Alexa. Yeah, it was a whole different fucking. I had to get out of there. But then I went to New Zealand, um, and I was there for like a month, a little over a month in Wellington, and that was just not my scene. I mean, I like New Zealand. Yeah, I remember but just you. Wasn't you became my, very low energy while you were over there for sure. It just wasn't there my. Was this low energy moment. It was winter and, uh, and it was cold. I don't know. I was staying in this weird place. Yeah, because in winter there it really does get cold. It's windy as fuck, <laughs> and nobody has insulation. And I was, you know, the weight wages there. Le- I just didn't know what the I was The wage doing. thing is bullshit. Yeah, I wouldn't. Way less. In New I don't Zealand. know why anybody wants to go work there. Yeah. So then, then I flew to Perth. Because at that point, I had not been anywhere else. I was like, well, I'm not going to fucking stay here, so I may as well just, you know, go to, back to Australia and have some fun. So I go to Perth, um, stayed in a hostel there for a bit, and I was kind of just checking it out. And Perth is a cool town, like well, city, actually. And you, we were still in touch, and you were on this, like, epic Australia road trip with Cody. Now, that was Cody. Yeah, was so, your... uh, so, and to backtrack a little bit, I was at the Pineapple Farm for a while. Over the course of that, more backpackers came to start working. Season started to pick up. Um, my buddy that I had met in college, um, well, my, I guess, previous buddy, but that I met in an art class in yeah, he definitely college. He definitely deleted me on Facebook a long time ago. Yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he burned some bridges, but that's all good. But he, um, <clears throat> yeah, he came... We had been talking, and he was a traveler, too, and uh, we got talking, and I was like, hey, man, this is what I'm doing. He looked into it. He's like, oh, man, that seems interesting. I'm like, yeah, dude, you should totally come down. I'll get you a job right away on a farm. You can save some money. I already got the car. You know, we can go, like, travel around or whatever. Uh, no, no worries, mate. No issues. And like, uh, so he came and he's he from Alaska, right? He, yeah, he's from Alaska and he started, uh, so he came to the farm to start working and uh, it was, uh, from then it was just one thing after the other. He wasn't really into the work, was he? So he had a very hard time working there. Um, and he, I guess his asthma was acting up, but it was really funny because, uh, <laughs> you've worked in the trades in Australia or really just anywhere in Australia, you find that like they, they're really, they're really fun to joke with and they'll get and you know, you're going to get given a hard time, but it's very appropriate to just give that hard time back. Like oh, it's they'll, actually, they'll, 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 yeah, they'll, it's, they'll, they'll um, roast you. They'll just fucking straight taking, out. Taking the, taking the piss, yeah, taking the fucking yeah, taking piss. The, like, they, if you do not know how to take the piss and like give the piss back, like, your Australian experience is not going to be as high energy. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And so, uh, you know, basically, this dude, uh, the pineapples give off this dust, and the dust it does suck. I mean, yeah, it sucks. But he went. I guess he had a real big issue with it, so he went and got like a full respirator for his face. <laughs> and uh, that was pre-COVID too. And so. uh, he he quickly got the nickname Bader on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> 
I could see the Australian fucking fucking Darth uh, Vader. No, it's the the farmer himself comes over there. Hey, what are you fucking Vader, mate? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Darth it's Vader. It's like, could you imagine in America? I, mean, I guess it probably happens here too, but um, over Australia, the whole thing is like. Oh, I mean, everybody my, fucks my, everybody. my first day on the job on the pineapple farm. I fucking Ranga over here. Hey, it's Ranga. They were. Oh yeah, they called me, you Ranga. They were right. calling me Ranga for the entire time. Like, I mean. Other than Timmy or whatever, it was Ranga. I'm just trying to think of a homeboy's name. <laughs> what was he? What was the other Alaskan guy's name we met in uh, Melbourne? We'll talk about him later. Yeah, but so so the Cody guy, me and Cody, we inevitably set off. We go up to Cairns. We go, um, which is way up there, and way up there. Because right. I, I was at the time, remember, I was trying to get you to come to Darwin. You were trying to, yeah, and it was like we. I had already bought my ticket back to Alaska, which was in like a month and a week or something. It was like five weeks from then that I left. So I had to do, I wanted, I went all around. I went up to Cairns. I went over to basically where the T is for Darwin. And instead of going up, I went down to Uluru. Which is like Ayers Rock, which is the big, you know, the big, amazing, They're amazing, amazing, thing, amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing thing to see. Same thing. Didn't climb on it. Respected the, respected the culture. I was going to do it, but then I was told by some people, like you could do it, but like it was pretty much asked you, you no, you can't. They've actually, they banned it since, but you could go up there, but I was told it was bad juju. So I was like, yeah, yeah I don't, don't want to get the bad juju. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I want a good experience with this place. And really, like, you can go anywhere in Alaska and climb a big mountain. What does it matter? And so uh, anyway, I went there, and that place is magical. But I mean, you know, it was, uh, to me, it was a very cool oh, place. Oh, it was, it was, I was there. It was. You go uh, there, and the sunset, and it was just this red, oh, the sunset, this red yeah. sand, and this red Oh my god! And you go, yeah, you go to these places. People have been visiting for you know tens and tens of thousands of years. Yeah. And coming to this place in the middle of fucking nowhere, I just don't. It's it's a really cool experience. You do have to drive through some pretty desolate, like nothing area. Oh, it took us there. from Darwin, like, which is the top of Northern Territory. It took us two full like twelve hour like two full yeah, days of driving. Like driving twelve hours, yeah. And, and then you're uh, still only halfway to you know um, and, um, um what's a place in South Australia. Um, Oh, Adelaide? Adelaide, yeah. Um, and you know, my my Ford actually died. It that was when it broke down for the first time. It was in it was about two hundred kilometers outside of Uluru, like the actual like rock. Oh, uh, I don't I, I don't know that. Yeah, we broke we broke down, dude, and uh, like what'd you, how'd you fix the it? worst there's nothing around. You're in the middle of that desert with hundreds of kilometers in between stuff. And uh so we hitched a ride. Because we're like, fuck, well, we got to get somewhere and do something. And so we hitched a ride, got picked up immediately. I kid you not, there was this place five kilometers away. And it was this little oasis. This dude had tapped a well like 70 years ago or something. No, no, probably more like 60 because he came there as like a young man. Decided to tap a well and make this little like RV park area in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like it's the only thing around. And, um, that just happened to be like five kilometers away. So we go down, we stop there. We start talking to all the, there's like, you know, backpackers working there and stuff. I actually met the old man who fucking made the place. It's like, crazy. How many like people work in these like remote house, like middle of nowhere, fucking Australia, like little town, like it's gas crazy, stations yeah. or, you know, um, and lodges or what, what, what do they call them? Uh, the road houses where the people, yeah, people, houses, people just work. Yes. Cause you can do, doesn't be farm work if you're working above, some, some yeah, it can be hospitality. You're as working well. in the above the Tropic of uh, is it Cancer? I guess not, or? not for Americans though. There was there, there was there was certain um, certain parts of Northern Territory you could work. Okay, and they would let you do the re- regional hospitality, but I mean it's like remote shit. I mean they they want people to go out there and work is why they do that. Yeah, no, for sure because they're dependent on it. And uh, 
largely dependent on it. But they, they anyway, so I, we got to this place. We wound up convincing the staff there to tow us back, even though it was like totally against their policy and they, they were saying they couldn't do it. Well, inevitably they just did. They hooked up a tow rope, towed us back there. I mean, within that same night, we met this couple that were caravanning, which is a big thing for like older people in Australia. It's like in Alaska. Once, the summer yeah, time, once yeah, you, same thing. Yep. Well, yeah, it's once you hit a certain age in Australia, it's very typical. You buy a big RV, which they call uh, a caravan. And then you, you go caravanning, you go travel around to all these little parks and stuff. And uh, it's actually pretty cool, but they're, super nice people like by and large some of the nicest people are these like australians that have like retired and shit and like so we wound up meeting some people the next day the dude went they had already been to uluru the dude towed us okay it wasn't 300 miles more like or 300 kilometers more like 90 kilometers now that i'm thinking about it but he towed us uh by strap all the way down there and then went back and it was all for like i offered him some money he was what like was, what was wrong with the car so it wound up being that it had the air intake a gasket or where there was air manifold leak. It was a pretty big, it was, was a pretty a big part, issue. Was there a part there? Dude, there, uh, mm, mm, what happened? Like the guy did some quick fix. I didn't actually get it fixed there. I don't think fully. And you just got it fixed. And in, I just, tone? uh, yeah, eventually I got it fixed. I think later, when did I get that fixed? I might've just got it fixed there. I remember it was super expensive. And, uh, so, so we were. So you were with Cody going around, and I was in Perth, and you were, in that point, like in, in you know, in, I think you were in Western Australia, like top of Western. Oh Australia. yeah, because we came back up. We so we went down to the middle, then we turned around and we went back up to that T junction. We went over to Western Australia. I mean, we circled. We usually just encircled around. We went down to, uh, what was it, Cape? Um, what's that little York? Not Cape York. Cape York's the one that's way up in the northeast. It's like way up there. This one was um, Cape. It's a little eye. It's a little isthmus type place, and that's where you can go see like the blue whale or the uh, the, the whale sharks and stuff like that. Super cool place. But um, we yeah we went all the way down, and then we met you in Perth. So first I went to Broome though. Broome's where I was with Cody when things yeah. started getting a little bit hairy. So did, with, was that was that before or after? Old mate. Was that before? Was that was it? Was that it, was right no, that, before we. That was later. Later, you. we you you met um old girl on on Tinder, and and you were like I'm gonna yeah, go to this Broome. chick's house in Broome. So in Broome, I yes, I had and, a I had a Tinder in, uh, encounter, and um, which by the way, Tim was uh. To, to, they like they like the Americans, especially the, the, especially the fat bearded Americans. Like, <laughs> I mean, I did okay, but Tim Tim's got that kind of that that whole deal there, <laughs> the do. whole six the the abs. <laughs> So he, he he got all pissed off because I was like, "Good for him, fucking." No, him. what happened? Because no, there was another was... one. We, you met another one. We were remember you left the we were at the park yeah, in the camp. Yeah, and so he... it, it happened again when it was like one of my last. It was literally like second to last day in Australia, and you know uh, I went to go meet somebody, and I didn't like run it by him first. At this point, this dude was like the all encompassing negative black hole of like. So everything. we we met. I was staying at a do- uh, hostel for a while, then I kind of went to Frio Fremantle, and that's when I met Whim. I was staying with this guy. Whim. <laughs> oh, Whim. This, this Dutch. Guy, I met him from the glider club. I was at fly gliders. He was a glider instructor. Same age. I was out flying gliders wait, a couple hours outside of um, outside of uh, per- Fremantle or Perth, and then um, I ended up. Sta- he was cool as shit, so I ended up staying with him for a while, and his buddy Doris, and then you guys showed up there, and you guys st- stayed for was it a few nights. Was he, he there too? Oh, he was. He there had the house. We Remember he had out. the night because he was uh, 
Some kind of inspector. Remember, he had that really good job. He was uh, some kind of... Oh, the Wim guy? Yeah. Well, yeah, Wim said that he bullshitted his way into that one job. Yeah, he, yeah, and he was like doing he was no doing really well, and he was whatever, yeah. some kind of inspector for, for industrial inspection. Yeah, but we then, wound up going out with those guys we went out, And night. remember, we met those chicks, and he spoke, because he, he spoke uh, Dutch, or Flemish. He spoke Flemish, and then he met well, the... Well, let's uh, also, like, let's backtrack or remember he met the, he how... Met the, he met the South, I met the South African chick, and he was talking to her... Dude, we all mom. remember how we all made out with that one girl. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, and then they all wanted to come back to his place, <laughs> and then we didn't have room in the car. Oh no, you're thinking that? Okay, never mind. Which one? Remember that? Okay, so I'm talking about the time of the what, the bar where yeah, we all we came back. Yeah, we're at the bar. And, we're all dancing and stuff. And then, right? and then he, he there was, was there wasn't room, and he couldn't get a cab, so he he ran yeah, back yeah, yeah, five but remember, miles. But really, and he was soaking wet. Yeah, he the dude ran back to the house in a fucking rainstorm. In a rainstorm, we, yeah. We, we, we all got his, the Uber, yeah. We were in his house, and there was these chicks and there. Yeah, and we're I was, chilling. I was trying to hook up with one Australian chick. And, and 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 also, like, if you're a sober person who's around drunk people, this is hilarious, by the way. This whole thing was just hilarious. Because I'm sitting me, on the you, couch just, like, witnessing these Cody was, like, not into it. Wim comes home oh wet, soaking wet. He had run five miles. Which one are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, he opens the door and he's just like fucking just dripping, dude. And he's got that he's got that face. You know what I'm talking about? He had that drunk. Like, he had the he had the, he had the thousand yard. He had the thousand <laughs> yard stare. Just, he had the thousand yard. He was stare. ready to eat anything. Yeah, some stuff. What, what's the one we were making out with? I'm trying to think about where was that at. What are you talking about? We're okay. making out with a chick. Same night, dude. So. Okay, and this is this so is ham- why the sto- this so is why the story is so funny because I told you about this and then and then that's when it, we figured it out because there was this like remember that petite super hot babe she was like English or something she was maybe like you know five foot two yes fucking just yeah anyway and she was super drunk she was Lo- out Lauren I she think. was out on the dance floor just like wasted right and like at one point she started like dancing with me as i'm out there doing my thing when she starts dancing with me and i'm like okay you know having a good time like this is the first club right i think it was this first one yeah the second well, one was i think kinda, went to two i think the second one wasn't so good i remember this no it was the first one i'm pretty sure that was where the uh south african chick was with the mom and, and the member Wim could speak flemish like he could he could speak to him in like afrikaans and they were all like into that right yeah and so i yeah, anyway, started dancing with this chick, and then this chick kept trying to, you know, like, make it more intimate, but I'm like, this chick's wasted, you know what I mean? So I'm kind of, like, keeping her distance, playing it off, you know, whatever. Well, at one point, it just happens. Like, we just, start like, make out a little bit, and I, like, make out with her a bit, whatever. Boom, we're done. I, like, vaguely remember this. And then and then I'm, like, telling you about this later. Because there, like, there was, like, I was, there like, was like a big... The, I had the craziest experience. There was, was like, like, a big dance floor, right? There was a like, huge dance yeah, floor, yeah. And, and the, there was a live band playing. Yes. Dude, it was awesome. I mean, I was dancing my ass off I, I, the whole night. And, like, like... tiny dancer. Yeah, I had a great... I had a great time. But, like, I... Yeah, anyway, I wound up making out with this chick for, like, just a hot second. And then, like, I was telling you about this story later, and you were like... <laughs> Oh, that was that chick. Yeah, you were like, oh yeah, she was making out with me too. And then we found out like yeah, she made out with you and Wim, I believe. I'm like, we had all made out with this like girl in the same night, and I was just like, no, <laughs> like I was totally like sloppy thirds on that on that makeout yeah, session, dude. Night. And you were totally sober, right? I yeah, was totally you know, sober. I think I was maybe yeah, but I was totally sober. So then we we stay there, and then we end up, you know, the plan is to embark on this journey from from Perth to Melbourne, which is wait, 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 wait. The night though, the night that Wim came back with those girls, there's like more to that story. Well, we we, we, we we had come back with all of them because we had we had the we had the Uber or the the uh, Uber. 
And there was remember there wasn't room or something or yeah. And then and then Cody disappeared into the room shortly after that. Anyway, maybe there wasn't more to that. Story. I remember that. I just remember I was trying to hook up with that chick, and she was like, <laughs> she was like, no. I was like, damn, you know. I was like, I thought we're here, you know, because <laughs> she was Australian, and her friend was there, and the friend was like, we're leaving, and I was like, uh, okay, right. like call you an Uber. Was, yeah, yeah when Wim came, man. He he was fucking loaded with that with that thousand yard stare. Dude, he was. I can't off, believe he ran five miles. He was off his tits. Yeah. So then we end up um, leaving, all three of us, and you're fucking million mile escape and um yeah we drove seven fucking days oh did you help with the cleaning of that thing when i had all that fucking red sand in that motherfucker? oh god yeah no we remember we we, oh we stopped god. it we stopped at the fucking car wash to clean it that's yeah and took everything out of it and we spent like an hour there was red sand i mean i i traveled Trash, through all the, the red sand deserts with this thing and uh, western australia as well we, cle- we cleaned that fucking thing pretty good we did and but that red sand will get everywhere so that and it's because the escape didn't have um it, the uh what's it called the air conditioning stopped working. Oh, another note is oh, that yeah. I traveled for m- months like with no air conditioning too. No, wait, didn't we fix that? No, we never fixed. We that. Never I'm trying to remember because we mm. luckily it was winter and we were doing this trip and it got. We were I ca- tried to fix it when I was at the pineapple farm unsuccessfully. We were camping and um we drove through this thing called the Nullabore, which is this huge arid nothing that we had actually bring we had to bring petrol with us. And cans on the top of the car because there's not enough places you, to fucking get gas. So, like, side note, they have an EV charger now in the Nolabore. They have a fucking, they have a electric car charger now. I did not know that. Where, like, yeah, in the, the I saw I saw something on Facebook and it had this thing on it, had the license plate, it had Nolabore on it, and it was like an official, like, some sort of Australian. And, I, and there's the EV charger. Remember that first night we were, we were put, setting the tents up in that in that little area and there was like dirt, and I looked up and there was that fucking spider. Yeah, first there's the Holy spider. Holy fuck, it was that thing huge. Was big. It was a huge tarantula, and then and then not only was there the spider, then there was like one of the millipedes. Yes, fucking yes. carnivorous millipede so chasing we, the spider. So we camped the whole, we drove every day. You know, eight, ten, twelve hours, whatever. We camped different places, um, and then remember, remember, remember at one point, remember the tight pants, tight pants. He got yeah. so mad. So, so me and Cody had ba- we had been just us for a while, and it was like, you know, he he started getting really negative after that whole thing with what happened in Broom, and um, later on, Jeff joins us, and Jeff, you know, you're a very like extroverted person. You're very color- high energy. You're very colorful. Yeah, high, high energy. energy. And uh, I don't think Cody was so receptive to the high energy. And uh, he was. I mean, I'll, I'll be <laughs> honest. He was cool at some points, but he just was so there negative. Was, yeah, it was like, and we're fucking on a week. We're on a trip of a lifetime. Yeah, with it was our mates. We're seeing the world. We're do it. We're meeting. Remember, remember the people we met the um at that roadhouse. Him, him and his wife, and they were like, yeah, they couldn't believe we were there, and they were. They were even saying some pretty outrageous stuff. Yeah, but the the tight pants thing. So basically, this guy and this got brought up on the pineapple farm almost almost first day. They got brought up on the pineapple farm. Is uh, he was wearing these like Levi Strauss jeans? And like, if you've been to Australia, very ever, tight. <laughs> I mean, and and I remember someone even commented, and we were sitting there, and he was like, "Oh, well, they're actually really bendy. They have these like bendy yeah, points." Yeah. And, <laughs> Just like okay, and like we're all sitting there in our board shorts and like whatever, you know, half naked, and, and like this, these pants were tight. And so like we're, uh, how did that joke start? We were in the tent. So I was you like, two. I made you two sleep in the tent while I slept in the fucking car. I think well, because I had a tent, right? I had my tent. You had your tent, but you two were sleeping together in the tent that one time. And that no, was, well, that was we had two. We had, I thought we had two tents, and he had a tent too. No, he was in the tent with you. 
For sure. For sure. Because I was overhearing no, because you, I giving, said, you saying shit. I said something out loud. I, I said, what did I say? I said something like. You were like, hey, Cody, what if like. Because we had got pulled over by the cop. Oh, yeah. The, the co- yeah. The cop pulled us over that little town and he was all confused. He thought you were drinking. He was like. <laughs> yeah. I, he's like. Because ah, so we're all looking at maps. He's like. Because no, no, we kind of drifted. We're looking at yeah, a map. Because there's no one. He's, in the he's, town he's like, you've been you've been drinking. You've been drinking. <laughs> and he's like, you're like, no, he's like, you've been drinking. <laughs> and, and then he like ended up figuring out we weren't. Um, and, and he was like, he was like looking at Cody. He was like, who's that? He's like, <laughs> yeah, like who's that one in the back? <laughs> so then we were like, we were, we were driving or we, we, we were camping. And then I was like, what if the cop, what did I say? I said, what if the cop would have been like, well, like, I'll give you, I'll let you off the ticket. If you send tie pans with me, he got so mad. Yeah. So send out the one with the tie pants. And I'm sitting here <laughs> just, tie, dude, I'm, I'm just crying. My fa- I'm just crying, dying, Fuck, trying was, not to laugh so hard. And so fucking, mad. and it's so funny because me, me and Jeff just start laughing hysterically, and then you just hear silence. There's just like this guy is not laughing at all. There's just this tense, and because we're intense, we can't see him. So we're just like, oh, somebody didn't take that so well. But like, we kept it going. Well, then we, Jeff- then we did. We did Adelaide. We stayed there for a couple days, which was kind of fun. I liked Adelaide. A little bit calmer, calmer place. Oh yeah, Adelaide. So we stayed in that hostel. Remember? Which one was that? The little hostel. We stayed there for a couple nights. Remember that? Remember oh I fell asleep and that, yeah! That's when you that's when you fucking uh, spilled water on me. Remember I was sleeping and you fucked with me on the couch. <laughs> oh, you fucker, yeah. man! Did I was I have so the, I have I was, a video of that. Somewhere I was sleeping. Still. I was so tired and I was finally asleep on this couch. <laughs> what did you do? Did you did you flick me or put water on me? You <laughs> fucked with me, man! I gotta get the video, dude. I remember that you, you did were some freaking out. I was out, so dude. fucking pissed. Yeah, Jeff wasn't feeling himself that day, so I had to... I think I was hungover is what I, happened. Yeah. So then we drive, we, so we drive the Great Ocean Road. We do the whole thing seven days to, you know, great time. Um, we get to Melbourne. We stayed in the other hostel. And that's when we met. What was the other guy's name? Uh, fuck, I can't think of it. From Juno. That hostel we stayed for a while. Yeah, we, we stayed for like a, w- a couple... That's, that's when you missed your fucking plane later. <laughs> yeah. What was it? What's it what, I can't think of. He's, he's back in Juno now. Remember the American guy? We from Juno, from guy? Juno, yeah. Remember, oh my god, what did we meet? From I can't Juno. think of his name all of a sudden. He was there working. Remember, he was staying really the, the taller guy, big tall guy. I never met nobody. You were there, Juno. yes, you did. I did not. He was there. He was there. We we went out. With I didn't him. meet. Any, you're the only other Alaskan I met while I was over there. I think of his name, but um, yeah. So we stayed in that hostel for a while, and uh, you had a you had to leave. I remember you were going to take off finally. Remember, remember you like why did you miss your flight? I missed my flight because. Part of the way there, okay, that hostel, to be fair, the hostel was weird. They kept your uh, passport, which was like, remember, you were not wanting to stay there, and, like, we almost didn't stay there, and we didn't really have any other options, so we, like, gave them our oh, passport. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I didn't want to, yeah, I didn't want to get my passport. Which is really weird, and, I mean, granted, it's Australia. It's probably not as bad as, like, some places you could be, like, but I just mean... Giving him the passport was weird. I didn't get the passport back before we left, so it wasn't on me. And then, like, halfway there, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot my passport. So when we, we got there, I'm like, oh, dude, I still got 30 minutes. Yeah, we're driving. and um, cause you Did you sell Cody your ca- car? I did, Cause, yeah. Because yeah, we were still in your car. We were still sold, in the escape. I sold Cody the car, like, at the beginning of the trip. We had the plans to make the shift off and stuff. So that and then that was another thing that got... That got... Um, him all poopy, but I'm trying to remember this guy. I know you know this guy. I'm trying to find this motherfucker. You met him. Why am I? He's gonna hate me when I when I when he listens to this. Um. So he's gonna really hate me. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this fucker. So, I mean, overall, though, I mean, we had such so many great experiences. I mean, we stayed, so I stayed there for a little bit. That was kind of my last. I went back to Sydney later, and then you, you went back about a month. I probably stayed for another month in Australia, didn't I? Maybe a little longer than that. Yeah, I'm about so a I month. came back. When did you come back? I came back October, early October, like August twenty first, something like that. So it must be yeah, a little bit over a month. And then um, I don't know. How do you feel about leaving? I mean, I, I just my visa was expiring. I was too old to extend. I didn't even do any of the. I couldn't have extended. So, um, fuck, man. How did I feel about leaving? I miss that place, man. I miss it to this day. The I, time I, three years late, later, I still think about I it all the time. can't believe it's been three years already. Like the time that I spent there, I'm just never going to forget. And I met people there that I'm never going to forget. I'm looking at one right now, bud. Like <laughs> it was, I, uh, I still can't believe we, I mean, we had so, I mean, we went, we went through what, uh, New South Wales, uh, Queensland, South Australia, Western Australia, South Australia, Victoria. Yeah. We, Victoria, we, we, we right. went, we went through, when did I go to Canberra? Was that before that? No, 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 no. That was after. Yeah, I yeah. never, I never yeah, did. So I took a train. I sit in Canberra for like a week or a couple. In a, in yeah. that, that's a weird, that's a well, great it's government. Off, yeah, you know, it's off the road. You have to go, you have to go out of your way to go to Canberra. It's a very good, it's a, built to be the capital. Yeah. It's like you go out to the bars and you're like, I was remember talking to some like high ranking general and some like, <laughs> you know, some like law, like top level Senate staff. And I was like, oh shit. Like you, it's like, it's like DC, I guess, or June, you know, you just, everybody there is kind of government. Have you seen some of the news lately about what's going on over there with this whole, like, scandal? I still watch Q&A, and uh-huh. there's a whole scandal with these, like, reporters and sleeping with, like, these, like, senators and, like, kids. It's a whole thing that's like, going on over there right now. It's like, like basically, they, they said that it's been going on forever, and now it's started to kind of... This, remember, remember Barnaby Joyce, that one guy, the senator that got in trouble with the... Um, they started investigating, because you couldn't be have dual nationalities if you were in the Senate, and one person, got, they caught him, he was... They came after him as, as being like dual British because a lot of people have, you know, going back histories with Europe. And then like the whole thing unwound and like all these senators had to resign because it was like they were Canadian or British or Irish or German. The whole thing backfired. Um, and then there was this whole sex scandal over there with this one guy. I think it was Barnaby Joyce. And he um, he was like he gave this interview and he's like, well, he's like, at least I at least I kept mine. All the other ones have my barded. He like said that on like national like like interview. And the whole thing is, yeah, this Canberra is getting like. I don't know, you probably don't follow the politics. But no, it's, it's even getting... even when I was over there, I didn't too much. But I, I loved it, man. Remember uh, Turn, Turnbull? Malcolm yeah. It's, Tur- that yeah. was when Trump and him got in that big fight. That was when Turnbull, Trump, yeah. Trump, Trump, like, Trump was yelling at him about refugees. Yeah, yeah, on the phone call or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, who else I remember is that? Christine Hansen or whatever? Oh, Pauline Hansen. Or Pauline Hansen. The Hansen. One Nation, yeah. When she had that uh, whole Nestle, it was the, the halal chocolate. Yeah, that was not, not, not a fan of the uh, Chinese or the Muslims. Yeah, and you sent me that video where the kid goes up and he, like, punks her or something he yes like, oh, yeah, God, yeah. So she's, she's very yeah one of those whole yeah. different system she's over there. a piece of work that's for sure well i mean what a fucking adventure and then now you're here you're still working at that job which is great we um we uh man we gotta i don't know we gotta you can go back you you have what how, how old are you i know well i'm 29 dude so you, you gotta go before you turn 31 if you want to i just have to convince my boss to let me take like a year off can you do this job over there or is that um, no, they don't have any. Well, I'm sure I could, but you would have to, since our company's based in Canada, like the parent company, like that's where we get our supplies from. It would probably be something of a logistical. Maybe, you, maybe to, you could do a, you know, a Tim expand, you know, a little expansion. Well, yeah, for sure. Down, dude, down, under. down under my, maybe I go to Tassie, mate. Well, I'd say for the folks listening, if you're under 31, um, now the COVID, obviously you probably want to get that to kind of change, get better. Yeah, but if you're under 31, yeah. you know, and, and you're close to that. 
I think of doing it. It's it's just the most enjoyable experience, country people. Yeah, and um, you're you, you're you can fi- you're going to find work, and you're going to be able to maintain. It's not. It's not uh, undoable at all. You're gonna have this the best experience. Oh yeah, in your if life. you're in Australia, if you want to work, you'll you'll find work. And, uh, yeah, you'll, you'll and be, don't don't listen to the nightmares about the bat like the work I did, the farm work. It's like yes, is it easy? No, absolutely not. But it's not anything you can't do. You're gonna have a great time. You're gonna meet some people doing it. It's I, th- I think if you if you younger person if you if you embrace it, you know, I I um I, I rented a place in Darwin because I was there for a while in Sydney. But a lot of the places I stayed I, I stayed in like hostels, and you know I'm thirty. Be thirty six in a few weeks, so I'm kind of getting kind of past that. But if you're in your twenties, um, it's just you meet so many people, and not just Australians. I mean, I mean British, Canadians, Germans, Irish, Scottish. Oh yeah, um, I have I have people in all over the world now. That you know, I South Africa. I mean, people from all over Chile, all these different. You know, I I um I stayed in this one hostel. Italian. Don't want to. Oh yeah, Italian, French, Greek, Greeks. My French homies, my Italian homies. Tons of us Greeks and Australian, uh, Greeks and Italians, um, descendants in Australia. They all came in the fifties, kind of like America. Well, yeah, they were the you farmers. They, they came over to farm and work, and there's yeah, like Keaton. Remember Keaton? Our guys in, in Sydney, the neighbors of Sarah Jane, Keaton and Jared. They're 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 uh, families Greek. Oh, those, really? those, those legends. Remember those legends? <laughs> I do remember. Keaton. And we're 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 an hour over an hour and a half, but we we could go. I think go on for. For a long time, but I mean, overall, great experience. I'm glad we did it. I'm glad we got connected because I wouldn't have driven across the fucking thing without you know no, knowing you, and you probably wouldn't have you know posted up in Sydney for a month doing those labor jobs. Fuck no, and you know, keep me high energy, man. This guy around keeps you high energy when, oh, man. when you're going through some poopy. But it, it was uh, keep you on course, and definitely the 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 fucking cabin that was. The cabin, yeah, the cabin was shady. The cabin was like this game changer, man. I think that really solidified that, the solidi- landfield lease. That, that solidified the bond. Yeah, that was because when you had the fucking metal <laughs> poker, I was like, man, this shit's real. <laughs> yeah, when I'm old mate's coming around the corner. <laughs> when I'm bathing upstream from old landfield, yep. <laughs> I was pretty good. I think were you upstream? <laughs> <laughs> I was, dude. I, I was I, like, get out of my stream. <laughs> had me soap. I was like, this is good. Make oh, me throw boy. Sylvester in there with you. All right, Tim Weiss, uh, great podcast. Uh, we should we should do something else down the road. We'll do another one of these and tell some more stories. Yeah, we got to talk about Peru sometime, man. I swear that, you know what we'll do a, a whole se- other, We'll do another one about Peru because you, you did that story. That. You got stuck there with COVID. We'll do that'll be a separate pod because you wrote that we'll story. Do, yeah, we'll do the podcast and I'll give you guys a little. Yeah, you you wrote the story that. and and you know the, our our con- congressman Don Young's uh, people saw it and got in touch. They with you. did. Yeah. That's incredible. I mean, that's a different, that's a separate podcast. We'll talk about Tim getting stuck in Peru with COVID. Oh so, yeah. All right, Tim. Hey, uh, dude, great friend. I'm glad, I'm glad we uh, connected and did this and i um, glad we met in Australia, you know, bring, <laughs> bring, brings people together. Meant to be man. All right. Well folks, if you have an idea for a podcast or want to do a podcast, uh, get a hold of me and stay tuned for the next one. Landline.